You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. We at Axe to Grind have a new sponsor. Out of Fist City, Richmond, Virginia, Urban Cabin Soap Company. All of their products are handmade and vegan. They make soap, shave soap, beard oils, bath bombs. They make wonderful Festivus and other holiday gifts. Or treat yourself. If you don't know what that smell is, sorry to break it to you, buddy, but it's probably you. Visit them at urbancabinsoapco.com. Enter the discount code AXTOGRAND for 10% off. And you can follow them on Instagram at urbancabinsoaps. Thank you. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast of your dreams. Mm. Uh, I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Twilight Tom. Mm. It's getting a little dark in here. I'm we gr- let I'm- it go dark. We, we've only recorded in the dark once else. It's pretty dark in here. It is, it is pretty dark, dark in here. Uh, you know what? Once I set my levels, though, I just got to make sure Tom is all good. And then... Uh, How's that? It's good. Boom. It's good. You're good. Yeah. Good. Uh, Ate some pizza. Turn my headphones up. And there we go. Uh we're going to talk about today fucking hardcore first mm. let's give it out to our let's give it out to our sponsors death wish inc okay. oh wow uh, what can i say about death wish that i haven't said here before how about we let tom say some nice things oh all right very good um i think it's one of the more important record labels in the last 20 something years. Probably one of the, I would go as far as to say, one of the most important hardcore labels in the history of punk and hardcore. What do you, what do you think about a goblin little troll motherfucker that doesn't agree with that assessment? You stupid. <laughs> Yo, I think one of the biggest compliments you ever paid was done privately where you said that, and maybe we said it on the podcast, but I don't know, it was a long time ago. You said you would have been excited to have either of your bands be on Death Wish. 100%. 100%. And that's and that's a pretty out, big, po- that's they, a compliment. They put know? out Our Lady of Annihilation, so. Yeah. Mm. It won't hold against the tray. Yeah, but, you know. Know. Wait, what is that? The most precious blood record that I was not on. What? Yeah, I've never heard of it. Uh, that's what I heard. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go to the Facebook group, see what's, oh, see what's popping with that. Apparently, if I'm having a bit of a renatomps. <laughs> renatomps! <laughs> uh, uh, you, you, um, you really aren't giving enough credit. Oh, Death Wish, big I'm props. not giving enough credit for all my malaprops. Yeah. If the uh, Gremlins sequel was at the... If Gremlins 3 was set in anywhere, Salem. I'd like it to be set in Salem, and I think there'd be a scene at the Death Wish offices. Absolutely. Uh you can go to their web store deathwishing.com and if you were to type in a, a little promo code X to grind and you, you spelled it out which would, I mean that just makes sense right you spell, spelling uh, you will receive 10% off your orders yes very cool which is lit Super and lit. we're getting uh, the constant feedback that many of you are taking advantage of that but if you are not taking advantage of it because nothing on Death Wish immediately appeals, 
it has one of the strongest mail orders in the game. So strong. So Familiarize yourself. You don't, you could hate the label and still it is a massive resource. Huge. And it is starting to be holiday season. So go get yourself some presents. Tell, tell your moms, tell your dads, tell your sister, tell your brother. Go buy me something at deathwishing.com. I have a, yeah, I would like, not in the, in the distro, but a record that they put out that I feel may have gotten overlooked. Please. Mm. Uh, the Great Deceiver. Oh, oh yeah, Definitely Thomas from At the Gates. Yep, <clears throat> um, had an e- had a record out with Trustkill and their last record in two thousand seven. Life is wasted on the living. It's his hardcore band. It's fucking right. great. Right, right. It's awesome. So it's like it's like musical professionals playing good hardcore. Correct. Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, yeah. Which can be a whiff, but this is not. This is not a whiff. It's okay. very, very good. That's sick. Great. Uh, I'll revisit that because I actually, I mean, obviously his voice is sick and he's like, you know, oh, yeah. but. Did you ever uh, listen to any of the Disphere stuff with him? Yeah, mm, I have. Oh, fucking good. It's, mm-hmm. he, it's so weird. Should that be what gives me, it heartens me and gives me hope for War Profiteer? Is that you can, mm, you can that, have. That, maybe Victim. Um, oh, Victim, maybe, true. Yeah. Maybe the fact that Osh Rotten sold tens of thousands of records. Mm, there we go. Here, the, uh, What if War Profiteer was my biggest act? Not ruling it out. Yeah. That that Strange image that happened. we talked about. That I think we'd make that a downloadable shirt design that people can download themselves. <laughs> it's a uh it's, And like we paste it on it's it's shirts or yeah. on things. Or make patches with it. It's um butt flaps. Bullets in front of a MacBook. Yeah, so the way that we write War Profiteer songs is uh we. they're they're written on a MacBook uh while while loading a cartridge uh for a handgun. <laughs> So, uh, get in on this action, everybody. And we'll, you know, if you uh, go to extragrindpodcast.com, no, that's not a real thing. Um, but we'll figure out how to download, create download stuff. It'll be on your uh, thumb drive that's for sale. Yes, very good. Uh, our uh, second sponsor, uh, Triple B Records. Also, you know, is Mass just killing the game? Massachusetts has had a lot of shit on lock for a long time. Fucking Red Sox. Good, yeah, good fuck labels. Em. Fuck the Red Sox. Fuck them. I know. Um, good labels. They've had some classic bands we've, we've talked about, and, and we get the emails from the mass people because they're real provincial. Since Manny, have the Red Sox had, oh. had a player who wasn't abjectly dislikable? Yes. Yeah? Oh, absolutely. Who, who have you liked? What Red Sox have you seen and gone, there's a gentleman I'd like to go out to... Uh, Bell- Jackie Bradley Jr. Bella DeBeppo Mookie with? Betts. Uh, I would uh, definitely go out with Mookie Betts. To, to Buka DeBeppo? Wait, didn't yes. he... Uh, <laughs> Didn't Milton Bradley? Is he on the Red Sox right now? He's no longer on the Red Sox. Oh, but what a name! Milton. I mean, also Milton Bradley, a, Dodger, a, a constant journeyman since then, though, yeah, right? Yeah. And, but like in a way that I like, like that's like a thing that I when I you know I like been, a journeyman. It's been at least four years since I gave a fuck about baseball, but mm-hmm. I. Uh, I mean, Pedroia like looks like a dick. Looks like a dick. I think he is a dick. He probably is a dick. But ja- but Mookie Betts and Jackie Bradley, and I'd even go Andrew Benatendi. Wow. Hang out with any, all, any of those. Dudes. Would you go get dinner with Johnny Damon? I probably would. Yeah, he's probably a pretty decent guy. He seems cool. He's, I think he got rejected by the Red Sox fandom because not only did he go to the Yankees. I mean, it was face. a sellout move. Shit, he shaved his face. face. Yeah, and shaved then, his face. That's and like, then this year he said he wanted the Dodgers to win, apparently. so. Oh, really? Well, you know what? Follow, he's a Cali your, dude. follow your heart. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Follow your heart, John Damon. Yeah. He's like, uh, listen to your heart. So, Triple B. Triple B. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've recently Listen done a, uh, a, a, a episode with uh, Jay from Mind Force. J Force. J Force. Air Force J. Air Force J. That's probably my favorite. And, he was stoked on that one. I think he's going to use it. Uh, that is a hot record. 
that they're putting out. Mm. But it is just one of many hot records. I know. So the Kulu 7-inch is moving. We've been we've bigged up that a few times. Um, you know what? Let's throw it back. Get yourself an America's Hardcore Comp. Oh, okay. We know that a lot of people out there enjoy our year in hardcore episodes. We've got a couple more coming, um, probably in December. The those comps kind of serve as an audio play of that. You know, a good comp can kind of serve as a, a timepiece for stuff that was going on around then. Hopefully, you capture some of that. I really, I, you know, I, I, I was talking about the, uh, I think it was the first one that has that title fight song, um, Dreamcatcher on it. That's just a banging track. We know that there's a crazy bitter end song on one of them, crazy power trip song, uh, the whale song, hardcore track. Um, <laughs> like, but like even like ding, that ding, TUI ding. song that's on the newest one. Stop. We talked about it. It's the hottest. It it's bangs. Hottest. It bangs. So there's lit tracks and it's just cool. So you should support it. Uh, I want to see America's Hardcore 5. Um, it's tough. I'm usually uh, in for for trilogies and he's got to four. He might as well go to might six. Might as well go to five. Yeah, oh, six? Six. Oh. He gets, so do you have the two trilogies? You so, know what's cool? Like Star Wars. My, my, my mother uh, keeps buying these frames for my comic books, right? Oh, nice. Like, but That's like, cool. but they're made for, she keeps getting them in, in four and I don't have oh. the heart to tell her that most of my series run five. five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when she finds out that my series are five, she's all disappointed. She's like, why didn't you tell me? I said, cause you bought this nice frame, four, and, yeah. you know? Um, but I do have a series coming out with four. four so so Ma, get excited. Uh, okay. You get her, you should get her the ones with five and put your fifth in. You can just put the fifth in the fifth frame and say, you got the other one. So stable to the wall. Hey. Um, so triple you're going to want to enter that code we mentioned before, but just one more time, it is... Axe to grind. And you probably should... Spell it out if you want that 10%. Hmm. So do that. Thank you to our sponsors. Y'all rule. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this is a milestone. Mm-hmm. This is... Mosh Madness. Mm. We've been teasing it out for a while. We People talked are about fiending it a lot. for it. We've heard that, yeah. Huh? So um, we figured we'd do an episode. We are going to get to a, uh, a little mini round here. But the big thing that we've noticed is that some of you have reading comprehension problems and some of you have <laughs> listening comprehension problems. So we're going to break down. We're going to make it real clear. We're going to try to make it clear. Talk about it because we want it to be fun. This is going to be fun. It's already been fun. It actually, uh, we're going to talk about eight records today. Fucking fun to listen to these records yeah. with the idea of what am I listening for? What am I hearing? What what do I like? What don't I like? You know, and it's just it's fun to listen to fucking music. And we're just giving you a uh, we're we're setting the table for you to listen to a bunch of cool music, whether you're super familiar or whether you're not familiar at all. Hope you enjoy it. So um, the first thing I want to do is talk about Mosh Madness. Where did the name Mosh Madness come from, Tom? From the beautiful mind of Tom Sheehan. What's it based off of? March Madness. Okay. Patrick, you, you are a casual sports fan. Mm-hmm. You know what March Madness is. Can you explain it to the people? Uh, it is a college basketball uh, tournament uh, m- meant for compulsive gamblers. Correct. Um, it is the NCAA. Uh, both there's a men's and women's version of it. About the end of the season, um, the top 64 to start, but then it's been expanded to 68, which is relevant to today's conversation. Um, enter a single elimination tournament that 
eventually ends up in a Sweet 16, an Elite 8, a Final 4, and then finally the championship game. This is fun. As Patrick said, this is a gambling dream because you have a bracket. Andy forward to death. Yeah. If if you can if you are you can be yeah. casual and gamble yeah, this I think at we, your yeah. office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but if you are not casual and you you hang on every because mm. the college sports look to many parts of the country, I'm not telling you anything crazy. To bard students, I am yeah. telling you something crazy. And maybe to the, to the music fan who's into yeah. a music subculture enough to listen to a Minutia podcast by the elderly. Right. Um, yeah, thanks, <laughs> yeah. asshole. <laughs> Was it my girlfriend that's called us elderly? Is yeah, that yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But it's all good. We know. No. We know. She um, got love. And all good. <laughs> it's all good. Remember when you said you, I'm at my most New York? Yeah. It's the, coming. The, oh, the, it's coming out. The, 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 I can't wait for the Hollywood episode. I, I'm so... Is there going to be one? Can you yeah, surprise we're us? we let you off the chain. You... you you surprise us and let it off the chain. Yeah. Like if you want to come with the beard dyed, the, the handlebar just black, you can yeah. do All it. Right. All right. You but you surprise us, you pick Shave myself with like a Fuck, like man. a big ass bald spot. Dude. <laughs> just come in with a do rag. We won't even know Ooh, what you yeah. got going on. I could like play guitar on a belt. Right. Oh, fuck. right. That's when we gotta get that YouTube episode going. Um So here's my thought though. Okay. Please. So I feel like Yes. Um oh you had a conversation. About Bard versus like Midwestern. Well, we were just talking about there's people who are familiar with college sports and the whole thing. And there might be a listener who has no fucking idea. No fucking clue. And no interest. Right. But so I I think the only way this differs, Mosh Madness is different from March Madness. I feel like knowing too much during March Madness. Drives you insane? No. Can fuck you up. Right. Right, right. If you kind of like are on the periphery. You might fuck around and win. Yes, right? correct. But if you know too much, you go, there's no way Duke's losing in the second round. Yeah. Duke's not losing to this Wake Forest <sighs> right. 11 seed, no way. You know what yeah. I mean? And then the, a lot of people, and the same thing with like the Super Bowl, the people that have no fucking idea what's going on are usually the ones who win. Right. Because they're just just going on winging a prayer. Like, I like the, the colors better, yep. or yep. I like the, mm-hmm. their mascot name, or whatever the fuck. Right. This, I feel like you, it might... It might actually benefit you not to know as much either. Yeah, I think so. Now that I'm thinking about it, because it's like it's if you're going in there with a preconceived notion that it's like a fait accompli that, you know, it's going to be record Fury versus whatever in the last episode, like you don't know that. Well, no. I also think it's important to remember that, uh, as we've said a million times, your timeline is not, not reality. Right, right. So if you see somebody big up in something, Think about where you are geographically and mm. who your friends are, mm. and how it may not represent the larger world. Right, yes. and I think a lot of these records, most people might not have even heard. I agree. The good majority. I mean, even these ones on the bubble that we're about to speak on, mm-hmm. we've all were familiar with all of them, but we gave them a more discerning yeah, listen. listen yeah. And you're like, "Fuck, where was I in this one?" Right. So pulling back, yeah, yes. and I want to pull back because because we want I want to get to all that because this is the conversation we're gonna have. This we're giving you this preamble so you can kind of get set up. Um, and know where we're coming from and why we're doing this. March Madness, March Madness. It's a fun tournament. It's brackets you pick. Sometimes having all the knowledge is great, and sometimes the person who just picked uh, favorite mascot wins. Yep. Yeah, it's. Um, it can be just that way. This is uh, so. That's the the premise. It is based on a sixty four team format. However, some years ago they started doing an additional four teams and there was a play-in game. You're listening to the play-in or bubble episode where the last group of bands uh, from the, quote, 60 seed to 68, and I'll explain where we got that, 
are playing against each other to get the last four spots in the tournament proper. So you're hearing that. Um, first question, where did you guys get this list from? Uh, we've explained this kind of casually, but I want to do it formally here. I threw out on Twitter randomly, hey, what are the best, did I say best or most important? I think I said best. Best. What are the best hardcore records since 2010? We got a fuck ton of responses. Insane. I then took those and tallied them all. There were over 200 records mentioned. Mm. Do you know how many hardcore records have come out since 2010? I couldn't begin to guess. Me neither. Uh, It's not. It's not foolish to say over a thousand. Oh, oh, I. I, And it could be several thousand. Yeah, I put. uh, Yeah, I will go as far as to say five thousand if we're talking about everything. I feel like youth attack demos, EPs, and youth attack has done a thousand records since 2010. Come on. Yeah. So so we took the top 68 by the number of votes. Now. Then we quote unquote seeded them by the number of votes they got. The top vote getter that I will tell you was Fury Paramount. Let me ask it this way so it's not, I asked what's the best. I won't ask that because we'll answer that as we go through this. Do you think that the Fury Paramount LP is the most important or most popular record that's come out since 2010? I would say no. I don't think so. I think provably not true in the second Yes. Uh, the first yes. is a matter and in, of and in no way being yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. No, not. I yeah. mean, I, I love the I record. I, I think everybody yeah. thinks yeah. it's a good record. But there were records that certainly in the moment got were more popular. Terror Keepers of the Faith. It is hard to understate how popular that record was when yeah. it came out. It came out in 2010. It is somewhere in the mix of these 68 records. It's not. It didn't get. It wasn't one of the top 10 vote getters. If you had to pick 10 records. Even a non-fan would be hard-pressed to say that there were many records that were more popular or were more important at the moment than that record. Sure. So we have a diversity of listeners, and I want to ask you your opinion. Uh, When you see something like Fury Paramount uh, at the top of the heap, and which, again, I totally understand why somebody could say that that's the best, right? But And something like Keepers of the Faith, uh, lower on the list, do you believe that that is more attributable to... Uh, recency bias or the fact that there is just a march of time where a younger person is definitely going to uh, identify more with fury than they will uh, tear a record from 10 years ago. Let me give you two reasons that you didn't mention. Okay. Because I think these are very relevant to how this was done. Mm. Survey was only conducted on Twitter. So it's a limited base Two, because it was done on Twitter and that wasn't the two reasons, but the two things, because it was done on Twitter, you can see the other people's responses. Mm. So there's a certain point where it's a, oh yeah, that one too. Right. And so Fury Paramount, it started gaining momentum. And because I'm the person who tallied all these, when you go through, there was a couple records that were getting listed a lot. Like it was almost in clusters. Like it was like, oh yeah, the, I just saw this response. Yeah, I can't forget Fury. I can't forget Fury. And so that kind of gained traction. So there's a little bit of, Monkey see, monkey do. People seeing people, other people vote for it. Jogs and vote memory. For it. Exactly. Two. Yeah. Um, that's the only big record they have. Uh, I will use the example Code Orange. We'll be discussing them today. Mm-hmm. Code Orange has three records in these top 68. I Am King and Love is Love 
received hella more votes than Forever. Okay. That makes very little sense because Code Orange Love is Love. I don't think it's dismissive to say that's significantly less popular than Forever. By a yeah, at least significant margin, yeah. right? Yeah. But I believe that there was some split voting, some vote splitting rather, between people who were going Code Orange, I'm King, or Forever. They were just giving it to one or the other. Right. I think another example is Angel Dust. They have two of their three records made this top 68, but one of them got a lot, and then one of the records was left out because it only got a couple votes. Right. So that, again, was split vote, vote splitting, whereas Fury... They have another LP coming out, but it's not out yet. And the 7-inch is fine. It's pretty good, but I don't think it's not nearly as good as Paramount. So if you're voting for Fury, you're voting for Fury Paramount. Right. And do you think the the Twitter kind of question being posed in that way, if people knew what the underlying reason, you think that might have changed people's answers? It 100% would have. And it's oh yeah, it's and sort that was of, the point. It's sort of the point was that we want it sort of re- random and for people to answer in the casual way that you would answer a question like that. To engage and to give you sure. know, kind of your off-the-cuff answer. Um, there were people you could tell just throughout like the first 10 things they could think of. Then there was people who you could tell like, oh wow, they spent some time with they this or had, iTunes, a pre, yeah. Yeah, had a preconceived list because there's people out there right. who do and that. And there were definitely people who were like, oh, I get it. You're naming six records that you know no one else is going to name. Oh yeah, that yeah. person appeared. Yep. You know what I mean? A lot of like, really bro? Like this mm-hmm. is the one you're going I for? I know, yeah. I know. A you lot know of I mean? avoiding the obvious, which, all right, I get it. I get your inkling to do that, but yeah. you know, it also... Yeah, you want to can... give some shine and look like a special, amazing little thing. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, all good. We're all good with that. Um, so, of this you know top what? 68... Hollywood Tom is not all good with that. No, <laughs> oh, we're waiting for him to come yeah. out. Um, I love that version. Um, the top 68, you know, one thing that's interesting, we can talk about some of the omissions as we go through, but there's only one title fight record in here. Maybe people don't think of Title Fight as a purely hardcore band. They're not. But if you were to pick 70 records that were important or considered best in the hardcore world. and adjacent yeah. world, at least two Title Fight LPs 100%. are making that for sure. Um, if not all three. And I know y'all still care about that band. Of course. Jesus They're one Christ. of the biggest in the last in that time frame. I don't know if you can argue anyone's been bigger. Right. So here's right. The maybe maybe you argue turns or trapped under ice. Maybe, and I don't think you can. I think you can, but neither here nor there. Let, let's talk about this. That fact should illustrate something to our listeners yeah. that this is not comprehensive. No, exactly. That, that this it, is for fun. That it, it's for fun, and it's it's not re- a competition. It's yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it, and it's pulled. That's where we're going. It's pulled from. I mean, look. Um. Name me a crust label Exclusively crust Havoc Okay So Maybe the Havoc listeners Don't know what Twitter is I don't know You know what I mean Like it's We know where We know that the There's a certain lane You know Maybe you call it the mainstream Hardcore lane This stuff falls into There's certainly stuff that All three of us love That would be more on the fringe of this That didn't make it You know There's bands that I'm like Oh wow This band got completely omitted And I love this record by them yeah, like where's like we br- we butter our bread with butter? 
yeah. <laughs> with that favorite band of mine. Where's, you know, yeah. Captain, you know, Chunk, no Captain Chunk. Right. Is that a real band name? We butter our bread with yes. butter? Yes. I love yes. That. I love that. Uh, I mean, where's and there's, next Tuesday? Where's, there's bands, you know, there's yeah, like, the like, like for example, we, we did a listening party or we had them on a new music episode for Nightbirds. That's not to, I'd say, the average Axe to Grind listener, like, oh, the coolest band, this is the most popular band. There's a reason that band got signed to Fat Rack and is doing multiple records on Fat Rack. Right. They've done fucking very well. Yep. They're not, they don't appear on this list. No, no it, might, it, it might fall through a very specific hole for some of our, some of our listeners yep. or some of our listeners who appear on Twitter. Yes, Twitter. correct. So, so, no, this is not comprehensive. It's pretty goddamn good, though. I was pretty impressed with the amount of records that made it. I'm pretty impressed with the diversity within you know what Hell we'd yeah. consider our 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 buttered bread um, <laughs> and so that gets the main point that we've talked about over and over this is for fun we don't want people to catch feelings um even today we're talking about eight records which is fucking awesome and uh we hope that you all give all these records a listen the biggest point of this is to give people another reason to check out music that's new to them and enjoy it and have conversations with the people uh, you enjoy, whether that's us, whether that's your friends, whether that's the internet. just the internet at large about music. So uh, it's a fun time. Bob, can I ask you some clarification questions? Please, mm. please, please. Just for our folks at home. Yes. Um, so right now, as we stand, there are 64 records. 68. 64 records oh, okay. that are locked in, that are in the tournament, Correct. 60 records are locked in. The last four spots are up for the bubble. Oh. Is that oh, what so you're this, Oh, I thought there was going to be 64, and then we whittle these eight down to an extra four, and then no, it's 68 no, no, no. altogether. So no, because so it's a four. It's like the, okay. the way the, the, um, the great clarifying question. I did, I, 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 so yeah. it's um, the way a 68 tournament, the way these tournaments work, it's in multiples, right? So it goes from 64 entrants be it a team in a sport or in this an album yep a record down to 32 Mm -hmm. down to 16 down to 8 to 4 to 2 when they talked about expanding the tournament um in college basketball the reason they did it because they're greedy motherfuckers this is one of the most uh, money-making enterprises in the whole fucking world this is a more legit how bob has kind of gleaned these records are a more legit way it's way more yeah. legit than how the NCAA picks oh, yeah. the folks that sure. are. Oh yeah, especially at the bottom. We yeah. we basically we did it by number of votes and then literally just going through that and, and evening it out at yeah. the bottom. That's it. Um, so they couldn't expand. The next step up from sixty four would have been to do it in true bracket format. Oh, without right. thinking, would have been one twenty eight. Oh geez. So they weren't going to do that. Sure. And even going up to say like ninety six would have made for some really weird looking stuff. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they said okay. It's going to be a 64 bracket, but what we'll do is for the last four spots, the last four, so 61, 62, 63, 64, those will play, there'll be a play-in, sort of like like the wild card spot in Major League Baseball. Okay. It's a play-in for that. So these are- So there's eight bands or eight eight records, eight teams for these remaining four Four spots. spots. Yeah, 60 are locked in, and these final eight were the eight that were right outside of that 60. Right. So, and got a ton of, of votes, votes, just not enough to make the top. Exactly. We're, we're right there. So, I have another question. Mm-hmm. I have another one too. Uh, yeah, please. Moving forward, uh, losing fans all my will decide the the actual 
outcomes of each bracket. Correct. And the way that's going to work is that... That was my, also my other... Can okay. I, I have a, uh, a piggybacking question. Yes, please. We're, you, I'm a fan of yes. the podcast. Mm, I'm you. not going to see the entire 64 record field. Is that correct? All at once? Not yet. So, great questions. Thank you. Let's answer Patrick's first one. Um, right now, just for the purpose of getting this bubble going and to have this episode and to just make it a little easier and ease you guys in. We're the NCAA. We're the NCAA. We're deciding these last four. We're deciding these matchups. And it's going to be, you know, best of three. You know, I've, there's no way that the three of us voting can end up in a tie. So from here out, you will be voting. Let me implore you. <clears throat> do not quick trigger button your vote. Please. That's, that defeats the purpose of what we're doing. I don't care if Fury is your favorite band and you think they're going to win. I'm not saying you have to listen to Paramount again. Is that your job? You can. Yeah, he'll That's pop up. I'm not saying go. you have to listen to Paramount again. Hey, maybe it's a nice time to revisit and see if you can give some nuance to why you like it. What I am saying is whoever it is that they are quote-unquote up against, whatever record is being voted on between the two, give that a hard listen yeah. and see what you like about that. So you'll be voting about this. The way that we talked about doing this is we'll be... On a Monday, say just this is a week of Mosh Madness. We're going to post what records are going to be discussed on Monday. So you have a little extra time to talk about it, think about it. We're not going to post what the matchups are, but we'll post what the records are. Tuesday, when typically Axe Grind episodes are released, that week's episode, we will talk about the records. We'll talk about what we think. We'll talk about what we would vote. On Wednesday, we'll post individual polls on Twitter. You know why? Because Facebook polls are terrible. So if you don't have a Twitter account, you can go there. If you want to do a write-in, we can have a write-in. We'll figure out a way for you to do that. But we'll post the poll on Wednesday. It will be a seven-day poll, so you have time to listen because we're going to do it in groups. There'll probably be there 12 be- records to listen to in a week. That's that's a lot of records, but you're going to get basically from a Monday to the following Wednesday. So like nine days to listen to 12 records. You can do it. You can do it. Right. So now they're going, we're doing, um, for people that know March Madness, there are like regions. Yeah. We're not doing regions clearly. No. But we will It's in the have, same bracket format. Right. So it'll be, there'll be, the, the first round will be four separate shows. Is that correct? Four, four separate showdowns. Four or five, because oh. it's it's um, 32 total matchups. So in, if we do six into 32 is just over five. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. there'll be, so you know, this 16. Oh, so we're yeah. not doing it. Unless we we could, they'd probably just be a little longer or we would talk a little less. Right. We want to give it room to, we, yeah. what's, and we hope you, we, I think you're going to really enjoy this. We all really dove hard into these records to talk about. Yep. And that's one of the things that we really enjoy about this is listening to records and thinking about them talking about. So that's going to be fun. How it's going to split out on episodes. We don't want it to feel overwhelming. If we did each region, there's only four regions. So each would be, um, eight records per region or eight no 16 records per, per region, region. Right. so we couldn't do that in a single episode no talk about 16 true. records fair, fair. That'd be, without without really being concise 
three opinions on 16 records. Nah, fair. So we'll probably do between six and eight. We're going to get the logistics, but those will be the ones that are up for voting. You'll have a full week to cast your vote. Maybe we won't even put the votes up on Wednesday. Maybe we'll put them up on Friday and do it for a shorter amount of time. But we really want to encourage people to listen first and then vote. That that is the purpose of the exercise, people. It's to check out the records, yeah. not to. You know, there's no there's no real victory here except no. for a little uh, a, a little uh, statue that we give away. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, is, that hopefully they 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 can throw away or keep whatever right. they want and, to do. And so it's perfectly worthless to win this thing. What yes. what is of value is you familiarizing yourself with albums that you either didn't think to listen to, didn't imagine was in your fucking uh, wheelhouse. Revisited six years later, was like, yo, this is good. Yes. Why have? Why did I forget about this? Oh, why did I only listen to this once? Because I think that happens a lot. It happens a to lot. us. Yeah, and I think if it's fucking easy enough. We could have given you 64 records and be like, check off the ones you like. Everyone could have picked, <laughs> and everyone would have had their favorite, and everybody, and that's it would not boring. that fun. It's not fun. And so listening to the records is the really fun part. Now, that goes to Tom's question you're not going to get a bracket right to start because I think just because this is the way these things are, your natural inclination would be to fill out the rest of it and right, pick your favorite. Yeah. And I know ain't none of y'all listen to all 64 of those records in one day. Um, if you listen to even half of them in one day, bless up. You're not doing it. Yeah, Go take a nap. We're going to reveal the regions as we Discuss put the them. questions out there. So then by the end of the first round, you will be able to see the entire bracket. And then if people want to have extracurriculars on this, they can, because then you'll at least have listened to all these records once. Okay. You know, and uh, that's where it'll be kind of fun. And we'll be, those episodes will move a lot quicker than the first round. First round is going to be the heavy listening. And then we'll probably touch back into it and talk about it. Um, bands. Don't catch feelings, as we've discussed. You want to promote this? Please do. Why should you promote it? You're not getting anything because people are listening to your records more. People yeah. are going to go check it out, and that's just one of those things. Like right, I think there's a lot like, of people yeah. who are excited about it. And I that's some th- of our friends from the Oklahoma, Texas area <laughs> that retweeted some stuff because they wanted their shit in there, and it got it, it got, got in. and it worked. Com- competitors, champions, I love it. and and you know, so so feel free champions. to go. Champions. <laughs> Go any which way you want with that, but like uh, the thing for us, it's a cool, it's a cool engagement piece. This is fun. We're having fun with it. It's fun for you, and we did like look if if people start getting weird about it or hostile like uh, to each other, even we'll just pull the plug and we'll move on to the next. And we'll pretend this shit didn't happen. I don't think we'll have to do that. I think no, everybody's going to get it. I, I hope we didn't just spend the last twenty minutes talking about this for no reason. But any other questions so we can keep the like, let's go. I, th- crystal. I, think that's, I think that's pretty clear. And you know what? We'll do like maybe we'll do a very brief write up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Of this sort of stuff, so you can get the rules, yeah. get the scheduling down. Yeah. This is going to go on for a couple months. For a long time. Because we're not going to do these. Oh, also that's an important thing. We're, we're not, not going to do these day, every week. Um, we will probably try to give you an alert and you'll know it when, when we post it. We'll post it up on all our socials. So if you're not following us on Twitter, follow us there at Axe to Grindcast. If you are on Facebook, you can go to facebook.com slash Axe to Grind podcast. Maybe we'll even start an Instagram because this could be a fun visual thing and sure. that can give you another place to follow. So if we do, you'll see all that. Um, but I mean, this could line up to end in March with the right final around. Four. Yeah, it might. Well, I don't even know. It might not end with the final four. I'm even. Even if we're, yeah, it could it could end then. I'd say our projections would be it might go up to March, but it won't be every week. Just so you guys know, no, this will be like this will not take over the show. It'll be a regular thing. Um, you know, at least monthly. maybe we'll do. Yeah, we'll probably do one or two in December, and then one or two in January. We'll see how it all lays out. But it's not if you're 
don't give a shit about it, God bless. You can still listen to these episodes and hear us talk about records. Yeah. I mean, that's the fucking crux of the thing. All right. So let's jump into these bubble. And for those of you, uh, actually explain what a bubble is for people that know nothing about sports. So exactly. That's, we kind of talked about the last, there's seeding. So the way a tournament would work is the number one seed in a region would play the quote unquote number 16 seed. Two would play 15, three would play 14, four would play, and so on. Um, up until the seventh seed plays the eighth seed. In this, um, the final four spots in the tournament proper are being played into, which is called the bubble, because these teams can, with a single elimination, which is what this whole tournament is, get into the tournament or be left on the outside. Right. Uh, you know, it's really, you're still in there. You still take a badge of pride for being listed and being voted on, you know. And to be honest, I really think that any band who's got a record in here should be really excited because there was no hidden agenda from the people who listed them. There wasn't people just trying to shine their balls on. This was people who just thought, hey, I'm listening to my favorite records. Yeah. I'm, and here it is. So uh, you guys ready to dive in? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. I'm going to just read... I'll read the... Uh, now the, think of all the hardcore records that have come out since 2010. Jeez. I don't want if to. If you're... Yeah. That this, means you're one of the 68 best hardcore records. Or most loved. Or most loved. Even most in loved. This, yeah, or most or loved. at least I in the conversation. Which is pretty... So even if you notable. don't make it past this bubble round, you still yeah, stop I mean, Still a winner. Man. Yeah. Still a winner. So, all right. Um, and I'll read these and then we'll dive into each one. Code Orange Forever versus Praise. Lights went out. Regulate in the promise of another tomorrow versus day by day, nowhere to run. Angel Dust, extra raw versus renounced. Theories of despair. The beautiful ones, jaded love versus bitter end, illusions of dominance. Tough calls in all four. So all right, let's get let's get easy. We we just listened to all these records. Um, I was familiar with a hand. I mean, I knew all these records existed, yeah. but I a couple I haven't listened to more than once. A couple I was very familiar with, and a couple I had no familiarity with at all. Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised and impressed with some of these. And yeah, I, so yes, I actually I, fair. I knew every band. I couldn't say I was familiar with every release. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I was not. I. I won't speak for you guys, but I know that there was a couple that didn't tickle you at all. I uh, was largely tickled. No, oh, good. I was largely tickled. Yeah, yeah, I was too. Actually, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Okay. All, right. Yeah. all right, didn't want to speak for you. Let's start with the. Uh, you want to start right at the top? Let's do it. Code Orange Forever versus Praise. Lights went out. All right, let's talk about the Code Orange record. Mm-hmm. It was shocking to me that this was not in the tournament. Uh, the top 60 but that's I think largely people were just picking between I Am King and Forever Yep. and I think largely people were picking I Am King I think Forever's a better record so do I yes and also you gotta think Hardcore Kids voting on this yeah that's true Hardcore Kids you know to a point want to might have turned their back a little bit well they want to stick their flag in the hardcore release not the Roadrunner one I mean know? let's be realistic the, what was the other one the first record that Love is Love I know a couple of people that ride hard there for it, but, I, th- hard but for I think it was. I think I'm sure. I, haven't, I can't. I'm. I'm curious about when we get to that one. I'm sure, but come on. I, that's it. Come on is come, right. on. come on. Come on is the right mm-hmm. thing. To say. This is you're obvious. There's something amiss. Yeah. That if there was people planting the flag and saying, "I am king," is the record, and then forever wasn't <coughs> the 
the redundant sequel to that, and so fuck this record. So I get thinking that I Am King is a moment, because it was. And yeah. I get that, I really do. Uh, I'm of the opinion that Forever is ultimately a better record, though. Yes. So that's, that's where I'm coming from. Um, I put, um, upon listening, I'm not a big Court Orange fan. Really? I think this is their best release um, of the stuff. I still don't love it. But you can, uh, but you they're can, they're competent. Yeah. They're so super competent and talented uh, in terms of performance, in terms of what they can do. The fast parts on this record are few and far between. When they hit a fast part, they do it very well. Yeah, uh, Jamie Morgan is a great has has a fast beat. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's something that and not a cheap beat, not a cheap beat, and not um, you find it in with metalcore drummers. You find it with bad punk drummers. They just will have a cheat. He's got a great, great galloping fast. Great drummer. So um, that was impressive. Um, I feel like when they do that stuff, it makes them stand out more than what. Like I feel like there were more fast parts on this than I Am King, though I didn't go back and listen to as much of I Am King to reference against. But I feel like they stand out more. With that sound, then when they don't do that, okay. Uh, my feelings on this record is it uh, achieves the thing that some Code Orange haters are going to fucking now scoff. I hear you scoffing. Scoff, scoff, scoff. It's more cohesive. That's it. And I understand yeah. that people don't. You want think it's it. more cohesive than I'm kidding? I do. Okay. Yes. And I, I know that Code Orange detractors never want to give them cohesive because. To their ears, this is Dillinger Escape Plan music that has no transitions and just irritates them. So here's my question, because this is an interesting part for me and part of my my complications with the record. They go from the song Real, mm-hmm. that you're familiar with. Yep. It's real now, motherfucker. And it's... that's a, I would put that song firmly in like a... industrial, metal, hardcore whammy jam. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> Into Bleeding the Blur. Mm-hmm. Um, dark, melodic, post-wavy uh, music for people in black shirts. Yep. A lot of black shirts. A lot of radio rock. Into... It's a great song. Very good song. The New Reality, maybe? Could be. Maybe something like that. But I know those two songs were back-to-back. I didn't... <sighs> You can if you say it's more cohesive than I am King, I'll go with that till we revisit. I didn't find it a completely cohesive listen, though I was, and this is one of the parts I was looking for because when they go, when they're on their more aggressive tip, it's just not all that appealing to me. I'm not that into metalcore. I'm not that into industrial. So I was looking for what the threads are in those music genres that make the the through line. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I wasn't, even while looking for it, I didn't always feel it, but I could just be missing something. Well, so on I Am King, the, a major criticism was <clears throat> these songs have no transitions. It's part, part, part. That's what you mean. You mean internal consistency. Yeah, yeah, First yeah. song. Okay, so yeah, I was talking about song album song. I'm talking about album I think there's a few examples of poor cohesion, but that I'm chalking up to genre. Right. I'm talking, and I'm chalking that mostly on this record up to like industrial and that's a choppier music form in general. If well, I'm, you, you can, know, you can lay down a groove certainly, uh, but this is of the abuse, 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 release, abuse sort of Stop. thing going on here, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's a lot of ear 
ear hitting, a lot of, uh, you know, kick you in the head. And then for literally a second of air and then back to a variation on head kicking. Right. And there is, you can find some rhythm in that with some bands. And I think metalcore bands who do that well are, are, are the ones that, uh, I would lean towards being, uh, the top of their genre. Mm. But there's, I mean, it was like the, the commentary I levied at earth crisis where I'm like, I don't know if these dudes know, have a sense of rhythm. Like, can these dudes go to the club and dance? When you hear Code Orange dudes do the songs like Bleed in the Blur, I'm like, oh, these guys got a sense of rhythm for sure, you know? But Here's a bit of a hot take. Uh, Jamie with his, uh, uh, you know, threats of, uh, I'll never be your friend again if you share this with anybody, uh, (laughs) sent this to me a, a tiny bit early. I thought you were going to say something really bad. Like, don't, I'm not going to be your friend if you talk about me anymore. No. Yeah. And I mean, he probably thinks that, but, That's all right. uh, it, it, so I heard this ahead of a lot of people and, and he asked, so what do you think? And I said, look, bleeding in the blurs is going to be it for a lot of people. Yes. But I don't need that from you. You yeah. know what I mean? I like I like these heavy tracks. I like real. You know what I mean? Like to me, that's what ex- well, is so exciting. For each of these records, I went through and picked out what I thought the standout track was, and I, I said that. But with this, with Code Orange, I picked out I picked Bleeding the Blur. It's like track four, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then as I listen, I'm like, that's not fair to this record because I don't think if you're picking out a standout track, it should at least represent the record on a whole. And I, I came to the realization that two I picked out for it. I picked Bleeding the Blur, and then I picked. Um, Maybe the new reality, or maybe real. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I said with Bleeding the Blur, and I asked, what would a whole record like this be? And because you could do Bleeding, Bleeding the Blur, Ugly, and then the last song, Dream Two, all have that same feel and could be an EP on their own, right? Like that. So, and I say this as you know, an admittedly like non fan of the music, but I really wanted to listen to this and give it a hard ear. Those songs could be on their own, and I, I would listen to that. The other stuff, it's not a genre that I'm yeah. looking for, but it's clearly well performed, you gotcha. know. Um, but that's the thing. It, I, that's the other part of it is is they're making that conscious decision to have all those elements in their band. Mm-hmm. A lot going on. A lot going on, but <laughs> but I mean, right? Doesn't that fit to what they're trying to? They're they're kind of trying to make their own lane. Am I wrong about that? No, I, th- I think that that's the goal. And, you know, I, I think most people would say so far pretty good. Uh, on the other hand, praise. Oh, well, we didn't get much oh. Tom. I want to get some Tom. How do you feel about this record? I like, no, it's, uh, I really like this record. I think it's, it's, it's a better version of I Am King. That's how I feel. A little bit more, you know, like you said, more cohesive, more musical. Um, You're saying cohesive. You guys kept saying internally cohesive. Her songs, okay. Yeah, not Riffarama. Are I there, feel like I Am King is like part stop. Other part. Like, Weird are transition. There, are there heavy? Like, like uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't think I would say for forever. It's unfair to call that like beatdown. And, and I Am King maybe has dwellings towards some of those things, tendencies. But I don't think you necessarily call that beatdowns either. Yeah. But stuff that's on the heavier side. Do you think that album flow from song to song is import is as important in that genre? Like when we talk about hardcore LPs, you both on the side of saying, "Yo, it's really hard to write a good LP," and then us all collectively talking about like a flow of an LP can kind of matter. See, uh, in a listening the, experience. Here's the issue. I I think that uh, this type of music. I know that Code Orange does care about how the, their records flow. as a flow. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, they're that into their shit, right? So like, clearly, that's why that's one of the things I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, tracks like "Bleeding in the Blur" are really tricky to throw onto your record because if you throw it at the end, it it could, could get lost. It People could, could look at it as toss on, exactly, yeah. and it, add on or toss away. Right, exactly, and it, it, you know, or they could see it as a very tasteful outro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's not what you you want people to treat it like a potential single you know right. I mean? so it's or, be two to four yeah or or yeah or interlude you know right. what i mean like and and the skilled the ones i can think of that do that well look at it like that you know so i think that if we're talking about uh cohesion of this type of music granted mm-hmm. there's not a ton of this out right now but let's just say heavy, yeah, yeah, yeah. heavy with other elements um i would actually Outside of bleeding the blur, which could be just uh, like throw some people out of the uh, off the game. Well, that's, I'm talking more from the heavy track to the next heavy track. I'm oh, not see, trying oh, to do see, I, see, I don't. I would say that there's yeah. a better flow, and okay. this is me comparing it to chaotic music, right? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. So like, if you listen to Nail Bomb or the, or pardon me, uh, uh, Car Bomb yeah. or, or this. I mean, this sounds much more like a record. I mean, if you compared it even to something like that, here's, here's collective record. This is much more of a record, yeah. And it's right. more. And there's more cohesion track to track. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I no I no no was... no yeah no. I just think it's it's a it's a better record. It's one of my favorite records of 2017. No, mm-hmm. um, it's super heavy. It's really well done. It's it's ignorantly heavy, and it's that's not always what I go towards. And yeah, I feel like. Free to occupy that space and still still have me excited. Yeah, 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 and I th- yeah I think it's uh, you know it's it's one of the bigger records if I had to guess in the last ten you know in this oh yeah right I, I mean I don't think there's an argument it's I mean is there a record that was quote unquote bigger than it last year maybe the power trip well the power trip record but that's it you know yeah but I'm bigger. saying like in the last you know ten years ten yeah. years no. the the biggest three records have come out this past year and a half. That might be true. Uh, you know well, what? We'd have to look at that. But T-Y. That, yeah, T-Y. Bigger than Turnstile, Power Trip, or mm. I don't think so. Maybe yeah, maybe. You know I don't what I mean? Know. I don't know. It, I, yeah, if we wanted to get numbers, we probably could. Yeah. I don't know. Though. Right, right. Maybe not even, but just like feel. Yeah. No, it feels pretty big. You feels, know what I mean? Those feels, three records feel pretty much bigger than big. anything else. No, going. that's true. That's true. That's true. No, um, I, like, I like going by feel. So yeah. The reason I was jumping to praise is because yeah. what, whereas Code Orange... Yeah. Uh, we could say definitely want it, it, listen people at home you can think that they blaze their own trail or they fail to but they are definitely aspiring to meanwhile praise seems to very uh, comfortable to, to follow to, to look backwards you well, know so let's mean? let's give the the preface to this is praise's first release when the lights went out Sounds not, right, yeah. yeah not the first they did a single before this i believe i think this is their first lp um but this was big it does it is to form um not saying that there's anything wrong with that. No, we no. talked about it. it's the best and worst thing about hardcore. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Code Orange to a discerning, like you know, for someone who's got more uh, histor- historic knowledge, you go, oh, I see this. You get, the or I can hear this. Yeah. Oh, this is a mm-hmm. disembodied, you know, ish part, or this and that mm-hmm. and the next thing. I feel like if that same kid listened to Praise, they would not get the nods and the winks. Really. Not today you speak of. Yeah, yeah, like the kid yeah. that loves Code Orange. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're comparing the kid, like the 2018 Code Orange listener. Or even a hard, like, or the more hard like thing. the kids that voted for I Am King over forever. Oh, yeah. I don't think they'd go like, oh, dick nasty. Uh, yeah, or, or uh, Embrace, which right. we pointed out a couple direct rips. Yeah. Which is tough for, for our man over here. Um, <laughs> what, Revolution Summer. It's a struggle. Kenlin yeah, over? well, and so... I actually I, I enjoyed the praise record. Um, I liked it's, it. It's it's in my 
wheelhouse of stuff. Um, I this was the first time I listened, sat and listened, sat with the whole record and listened to it. Um, really? Yeah, that's surprising. You want to know why? Is that I had the single. I thought it was good, but you know, it's just good. Their stuff was all in React records, and I'm not throwing shade, but I had certain assumptions about what most of it was like. And I knew that this band wasn't like that, but it just came at a time where I was doing other things. I was busy in life, and so this just kind of wasn't on my radar all the time. And I got to be honest, along those lines, around the same time, all these bands came out with names that all reminded me of each other. So I think of... Give. Give. I think of Learn. I think of of Praise. I think like... There were a ton of bands. The day from the first step did a band post first step. There was a single I, word. Yeah, name I as just well. uh, also. So you said learn. You said give praise and. Is there a? Uh, yeah. You, oh, you said go it alone. Did you say go it alone? No, I didn't say go. It okay, because there's a post go it alone band that is also a one word. Oh, that's yeah. devotion. Devotion. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I feel like those bands, at least for me. Yeah. Kind of got muddled together. Yeah, 100%. Especially some of the regionality there with Give and uh, and Praise didn't help them. And I uh, I think this band's sound stands on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, Peace was the name of the dude from the First Steps band. Peace. Very oh, right. right. Cool single. I think maybe also on React. Um, that sounds about right. Yeah. So I actually really enjoyed the record. I thought it... I don't think uh, so. Our neighbor's being tickled. Your neighbor smokes so much weed. Is that true? The whole oh, house absolutely. smells like a fucking dube. Yeah, when you Mine walk does? into your... No, not, not your there. house. When you walk out into the vestibule here. Oh. Oh, my God. I didn't notice. It's, yeah. it's impressive. Like, right. impressive amount. Yeah. Um, Copious. They're, they're giggling. God bless. So, uh, my thoughts on praise were that it sounds like the things they want to reference, and... Uh, I thought of the thing that you say, Patrick, often is that when a band starts with a genre in mind of what they're doing, that you're not going to like their first couple efforts, but you might like where they end up getting to. Right. Um, these dudes were going for melodic hardcore of the DC variety, the Revolution Summer stuff, throwing some Seven Seconds, some throwing, bold. yep, throwing some influences of the late '80s. I yeah. heard Bold. I heard a little instead. I heard. Yeah. Um, I actually heard a little bit of the first step. Which is, you know, partially because of the, a more modern, cleaner guitar production, some of the buildups and the intros to songs. I, I thought it, I thought it was strong, and I think it came out at a time where it's easy to get grouped in. Mm-hmm. Give is a melodic band; they're a hardcore band, but I think it would be difficult to say they're a melodic hardcore band. Okay, in the traditional sense, sure. You certainly that that's where they fall, but it's the same thing as like. I was thinking about genre with a lot of the stuff we listen to, and we'll get there. But like Fugazi, what are they? Are they a hardcore? They're a hardcore band, I guess, because you have nowhere else to place them. Are they more of a hardcore band than an indie band? Uh, I don't know. I would would just call them the most bare bones alt rock act of their era. Right, but it's like it almost feels yeah no hard to call them that because of the form exactly. So so that's the kind of thing where I think Give kind of falls into those weird trappings too. But Praise is clearly a like melodic hardcore band. Um, Standout track to me was. To be me, like some real heavy lyrics, and like just really, I can tell this is there's some there's some tough lyrical content on here, and if you get a chance, I, I hope that you dive in and listen to that. Sure. Um, and yeah, I, I think they had that song in the America's Hardcore Comp that impressed all of us, mm-hmm. and I think they've just gotten better with time. So this record right. listen made me curious to when listen. When did this record come out? I think twenty. 
2014. 2014, yeah. And this, oh, okay. Oh, so they've been pretty active mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. I think it goes up and down. I think they do what they can. Because like, I release think wise, off. though, I mean. Yeah. How many records have they had? So, a, so, so they did. Uh, the band started, I want to say, 2010, it looks like. Yep, exactly. uh, I had a note down, this is the band who should have toured with Half Heart in 2010 or yep, 11. Yep. Unfortunately, Half Heart broke up in 2009. Yep, there you go. Oh, I was like, wow, yeah. Uh, I was going to make a self-defense, took their spot. Joke, the, yes, I was too. Um, <laughs> the, then uh, they've done, uh, since then, uh, a couple releases. One, 2011, 2000, uh, 2011 was a single. Uh, 2014 was this record. Uh, it appears that I don't know what the Monsters Delight release was. It's like a cassette, I think. Uh, and then there's Leave It All Behind. Yes. So Leave It All Behind, I thought was very well done. Yeah. Uh, this record I don't like very much. Uh, and to me, track two, I want to say, yeah. hit me in the face where I immediately said, "Is this?" give me back or is this do not consider yourself free i i scanned my embrace mental hard drive yeah the first the first part of that song is the lead in to give me back it's the very it's the start the start of that song is give me back it maybe is like an octave higher or something you know like, so it's the same got it with with, with that in mind it's the judge part but they did an embrace part with that in mind i mean you know uh, this sort of thing if it, like I said, if it was youth crew, if this was youth crew, I, I wouldn't care at all that it's referential. You know what I mean? Not at all. But you're like, they're re- re- referencing stuff that you hold dear. So it's, hold a, dear. It's, it's the conversation we kind of led into is that like, and you've t- talked about otherwise, I, I am picky about stuff that's like youth crew style hardcore because I'm so into some of it and the, the best of it I think is fantastic. And then the second tier stuff can be pretty good and the third tier stuff I'm still familiar with and then the fourth tier stuff I think is really really fucking bad but I know it it's, fu- it's fun and you might end up yeah. there exactly and <laughs> so you're feeling that here and you don't always feel it with Benny, Benny bands no because there's not many bands who go to your soft spot there's like no this. fourth tier of this no, no. Uh, and there, there's no even third tier yeah. of this so Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. On one hand, I want to uh, like this band for for having the exact same interest that I do. <laughs> you know if this I mean? band existed in 2005 or six, you likely would have been pretty happy because you maybe had a band to go tour with. Absolutely, absolutely. And it would have pushed you. It sounds absurd. Yes, that's true. And it sounds absurd for me, a, a band that started by ripping off Embrace, mm-hmm. to be mad at a band for ripping off Embrace. But I'm in a different place in my life, so <laughs> I, I don't particularly need this. But And I think these dudes wouldn't necessarily take that as uh, as criticism because it's the record that came out exactly. four years ago. Exactly. When they were and I, li- and I like together. their last record. Yeah, and I, I think the the single on America's Hardcore, like, yeah. I think their best record is in front of them. Yeah, that, exactly. I, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, and I think that's that's all you can ask for as a band is that people aren't looking at you and going, "Yeah, that yeah. record from four years ago, that was yeah. your best shit, guy." Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so when you listen to it, anything else that kind of struck you? No, I like I heard a lot of huge DC like Dag Nasty influence. Yeah. I thought, um, like I said, bold, like you know, that weird. Super like super touch bold uh-huh. kind of late eighties. Yeah, that's actually the, sort yeah. of. I, I mean, I guess it's melodic, really. Yeah, I mean, it is. It absolutely. I don't is. think of bold as a melodic hardcore band, but they kind of are. They have guitar parts, especially when they get to the later era stuff. For right, sure. and fucking Capone is just ripping, mm-hmm. and um, John Biv for Super Touch doing the same. Yeah, thing. yeah. I mean, I like like you guys said, like this is very complimentary played. I, re- I mean, it's a good record. It's a very yeah, good record. Yeah. Um, but like you said, I think their more current stuff is that much better. What was really interesting, I got to say it to Tom, uh, was that there was actually a couple parts, both vocally and in the guitar sound, where I thought there was elements that reminded me of uh, Dag Nasty, Four on the Floor. Yeah. Tom is one of the few humans on the earth who I can have conversations with about <laughs> Dag Nasty, Four on the Floor. I like uh, that record. I know. you. I, I, I literally, I don't. I can't think of five other people I can talk to about are it. Are we like posing hard or are we like just ahead of the curve? No, I don't. I, it's a good reunion probably record. Probably ahead. Probably ahead. I, I think it's okay. I mean, I'm not saying no, 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 it's but like it's, fucking everything No, 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 sucks, but it's like, it's like but it's, 92. It's a, it's a weird time. It's a, it's a record that I think there's people who like Dag Nasty who don't, who haven't heard it more than five times. You know no. what I mean? Wow. Because, and it's, it's now available on streaming, so you should check it out. I, I still place it uh, f- behind uh, the first three. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. But, but, but I mean, I bet you like it more than Field Day, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, but anyways, yeah. I, I heard elements of this, and it was just... These dudes are steep. They really know what they're doing, and they have their best record from. I enjoyed it. It was a cool listen to. I wonder a few things about it. Um, I think I saw them at one of the Youngblood showcases. Could have been 2011 or 12, uh, something like that. Um, The only reason I know it wasn't 13 because I think I had a kid already. So, (laughs) um, it was before I had a kid. Um, So, I think... uh, 
I think that they are a band who, when we've talked about like the death of melodic hardcore from Trapped Under Ice, these dudes are bros with Trapped Under Ice. They're Baltimore, right? DC. Yeah, the, uh, Baltimore and DC. The drummer of Praise is the drummer of Turnstile. Right. And the drummer of Angel Dust. Yeah. Oh. So, so yeah, Defang. So didn't know that. Yeah. So like these these are of the same of the crew as to say. Yeah. And, um, and we've discussed that we think that they're up. It, it's your yeah. it's your turn. Prince. Yeah. Yo, take it. Yeah. I, I'm I'm excited to see what they do in the next year because I really hope that means a new record. And this was a good one. So let's let's break it down. Code Orange forever, or praise lights went out. I'm giving it to Code Orange. I'm giving it to Code Orange. And because this is being voted by your personal taste, I'm voting praise. Uh, but that means Code Orange moves forward. Okay. Kudos, everybody. All right. Next one. I hope you guys enjoy this. I love talking about music. Yeah, I, I like think you all like it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love it. Tom's just here for the gossip. <laughs> Give me more dirt. Regulate in the promise of another tomorrow. What a versus... bad title! I don't like that title at all. Sorry, I'm, po- yeah, I'm poisoning. Of... I'm poisoning shit, but that's yeah. too, I don't Stop like that title. The well. Sorry. Verse day by day, nowhere to run. Okay, let's start with regulate. Um, I was shocked how much I like this. You thought me and Tom undersold it too. I did. So when this came out, did it come out at the same time as Blind Justice, or did they just do some shortly shows? after something like that? So and they're intrinsically connected, right? So so these bands were connected in a lot of people's minds, and I've heard a lot of comparison or competition between the two releases even though they're 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 literally like brother bands share members and all that yeah. right i mean but was, yeah but it's it's in it's same label you're, you're not gonna yeah they're gonna get compared right and i my circle was telling me that the blind justice record uh kind of overshadowed this one mm-hmm. no matter the cost and i so i didn't give this a real shot mm-hmm. you know what i mean i heard the single what uh uh Damn, it's the one about 48. the cop. No, is that right? There was mm-hmm. a couple. They did a couple. I think 48. Um, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were doing a lot of weird stuff. Uh, but listening to this record, they do the... So I could hear somebody here... I could see somebody hearing this and going, yeah, they kind of lean to the same thing too much. You know what I mean? Like there's a gimmick to this in my view, right? And okay. and that is what makes the ba- what makes the band, this album, really charming to me. Is that for the vocalist Seb to do his thing the music has to do something kind of specific. I don't want to say unique, but it's no. very specific. It, it it has to chop in this very it's unique way. It's choppy in a groove way. Yeah, and f- f- so that's what it has to do for him to do him. And which and he's a strong vocalist, so you want him to do him. So to me, I'm listening going, yeah, I could understand where somebody would say too much of the same. It goes back to that same well, you know, and over and over again. But that's the band, and I'm okay with it. I actually really like this release. Yeah, no, I, I was excited that you were psyched on it. I think this record is one that's it's caught me recently. There's been a couple records that I've felt this way, but I said it when I first heard the record too. I think this record picks up steam at the end of what would be the A side, and then the B side is fucking banging. Like the end of the, the second half of the record is the, so is the strong part. is just like it's like juggernaut. Would you shit. reconfigure? I don't know the if I would. If I don't you, know no. because I don't. The other side is you don't want songs to get lost, and the first couple tracks aren't bad. Sure, I just feel like it just um, gets stronger. Yeah, there's uh, there's the song character actor which character arc character, character arc character arc where the for lack of a better term the band just. 
I mean, they're it's going like, in yo, the turnstile. Here we are. We're going in. They're singing. Watch it. And they do a thing that I don't think people would have thought they would do. No. And excel. And the only things I'll point to is this is a band who before maybe it's right around the same time their 7-inch came out or maybe it was right after their 7-inch came out, they throw up a band camp of um, them covering Bad Brain's Sacred Love. And killing it. K- killed. You can't kill the track. Bad Brains. Killed the track. Yeah. They did it because they have the chops. And I think they were like, yo, we got the chops. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, they have a, a... They're the reverse of a lot of the like... The criticism I level at a lot of heavy bands is like, I don't hear the rhythm. I don't hear the groove. I don't hear the, the bounce, the low yeah, end. That's they all got bounce. It. They got it. And um, I think it ends strong. I think they are daring. And I think Seb is an interesting vocalist and lyricist. I uh, Honestly, I think the lyricism is underrated in this band. I think nobody talks about it, and he, it should be. He shoots for things and occasionally hits. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that. I mean, look. He goes big. He's like unafraid of a lot of lyrical right. levels. Exactly. And that's... It doesn't I, mean it's always successful. But, but, but it but means... he's taking the shot. Yeah, and it's good. Which you respect, yeah. So, and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, he goes big. The last song is the song I, I picked as the standout, though. There are a couple. It's... Um, Indifference and Defiance, mm. and it's like a straight edge song. All right, and I think it's really cool. Um, uh, a sun that won't set, a fire that won't die. Something you know. Um, it's it's like he goes in and he's talking about things, and I uh, I respect the lyrics. I think it's cool. I think that there's he's a smart this, dude. Yeah, yeah. And no, and, I, <laughs> and the record is just musically super competent and yeah. it you said you didn't want to call it unique or you know it is unique i don't think there's another hardcore record that came out in the last five years that i can say sound is like this uh, yeah, it's, okay i mean that kind of does it for me i don't know if there's like i couldn't point to too much that reminded me of this despite the fact that it is it's not reinventing any wheels but i right. i really i really thought that the the vocal combination. I, I'm trying to think. Maybe there's, maybe there's something from like the very late '90s that may, I could find. I used District Nine. Uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that could yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like kind of that. You I know, could, yeah, I could so hear the, that. Yeah, rhythmic kind of. Uh, I'm try, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think, but it, I I got a I got a kick out of this one in a way I, I didn't necessarily. I thought both. I thought I I like the mix on it. I like the production levels. I think I actually thought they the, do the, wild arctic. I thought, huh? They go to wild arctic. Was they that, went up in New Hampshire. Yeah. Is yeah with Dean. So yeah, so yeah. that didn't. Bon Jovi recorded right before them, right same spot. Yeah, Got same it. spot. Okay. They, uh, uh, I think that the um, the drumming was really well done for this kind of record because you have to you have to be good to pull this shit off. Yeah, you have to be able to really do it to be this level. They're a very competent musical. Oh my act. god, and, and he's I think a great singer and he's a good front man, very good front man and. Anything else? Like, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. A lot of groove to it, like you said. This fast port. It's you know. It's a very uh, New York record too. Yeah, you know very, I mean? very New York, and I feel like it's kind of been overlooked. Mm-hmm. Um, for I mean, probably a myriad of reasons to be honest with you, yeah. but I feel like you know, it's really easy for records to go away when the band isn't that active. Yeah. Now they did like do a big tour with Terror earlier this year, full US. Was the record out though? It was right before the record. Yeah. How much if they've played ten well, shows right since around, the record yeah. came out? I'd be shocked. Yeah, I think this is uh, you know dudes get jobs, dudes get other bands. There's a lot of stuff that goes on, and it's understandable. But it's like mm. it's really easy in 2018 for a record to kind of go by the wayside. Oh, we've seen it over and over this yeah. year. We're going to talk about that at some point, probably on our year end rec- episode. But yo, 
it still made this list. One of only a few 2018 records. Right. Oh, yeah. List. No, no. Yeah, of course. So there was, there's a lot of love for it. Absolutely. But, I mean, could you imagine how much more love? Like, I feel like if these motherfuckers and goddamn Blind Justice could get on the road and Well, because the other thing is, I think anybody who sees this band is, it will tell you how superior they are live. Yeah, both. I think they're, honestly, yeah, Blind yeah, Justice no, as well. Absolutely. Okay. Now let's compare this to another band who is frequently regarded, both on this show and in general, as a superior live act. Mm. Day by day, nowhere to run. Is this a 2018 record? 2018 we should record. give the dates, like, yeah, if we can. We okay, let's the do years, it. so you See could, like... You can, yeah. This is day by day. Which one? Production Pat. Nowhere to run. This is 2018. This is the this is the secret release. This is the drop. This is the one that just dropped. This is the Drake release. Came out uh, shortly before United Blood. I want to say the Friday, the Thursday, something like that. Yeah, I think the Tuesday it Wasn't hit, even so people about, could yeah. hear it. Like online, they put it out there. Yo, I want you to think about how generic both day by day and, and nowhere, nowhere to, to run, run is. is. It's not making it easy for me over here. Um, <clears throat> Was it on 86th? 86 records, yeah. Okay, so Nowhere to Run is 2018 uh, on 86th records. That's true. Um, I think this is the best sound they've gotten so far. Yes. That said. Still not there. Hurts. A little bit. <sighs> like, if they could get their live vibe on a record, oh my God. it'd be a whole other story. So let's, exactly. l- let's be, yeah, let's, let's not parse words. This is the band who we think if they got put in the right studio could write a record that would shake a lot of people up. Yeah, and I, I mean, think this record is an improvement record. on the first one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is—they've done a few things. This is their best sounding stuff. And actually, as you get into the record, I think it kind of pulls together more. Which is yeah, an I can odd see that. His voice gets changed a little bit. His voice changes a little bit, but then the guitar sound is a little tighter. Um, the mix gets a little better, which is something I it's hear odd. on some records, and it makes me crazy yeah. that the levels will be high early and then even out, which I think is. Is and I, I don't want to. I don't think that's necessarily true here, but I it felt as though it evened out a bit, um, and maybe it's just listening and getting more used to it. This is a band who has a highly localized sound too. That I don't know all the reference points. I think what are the easy reference points? Dude's voice is super unique. It gets compared to VOD. I can hear that in the negative. People compare it to Brothers Keeper. Oh, it's <laughs> not that. It's no, come yeah. on, I was people around kill. for Brothers Keeper. People it's not Brothers no, Keeper. You lie. What's Brothers Keeper? Like, no, 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 no. Like barking. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I take away every chance I have to win. Fuck, okay. Julia Child sings for yeah, Brothers exactly Keeper. Exactly right. Exactly. That's and I'm amazing. A, and I'm a fan of some of that late material. Give me two weeks and I'm out of here. Wow, we're both really bad at this. Mike that Ski, was fucking... Mike Ski respect because you do something that the Tom and I Mike can't Ski do. was in the building right now when it, the way I did that shit. <laughs> uh, Go kill JFK! Yo, I'm like, getting chills from this. Right? <laughs> His vocals aren't that. And I think no, it's Tim VOD. It's VOD. It's Tim VOD. And I've said that musically... It reminds me of VOD, and people balk at that. But here's what I here's well, hardcore the, VOD. It, yes, but VOD here, has no hardcore. But here's ah, not no hardcore. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> to me, this takes all the VOD parts that a hardcore kid might want to listen to. Yes, that's that that's I can what see. that's sure. what I okay. think, that's what I think that this band does. I think what's interesting is I, my favorite track is the song Authority Complex. I liked it. I, I just thought it, and it's less chaotic than some of the earlier tracks on the record and some of their other stuff. They're a band who I think more is less when I hear it. The song structure simplifies on some of the songs towards the end of the record, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just is a more is less situation where I'm like, oh, oh, I, I feel this song more and I can yeah. hear what's going on. It's a little more straightforward. And that might just lean into my taste harder. Let's be real. Um, 
But I also, you know, I, I we talk about it on the J Air Force J episode. <laughs> We're gonna make that stick. Um, the blatant localism, you know, they're like heavy. They have a song SFLHC, South Florida Hardcore, <laughs> and it's talking about the struggle of being a band from a place like that. Like, despite the fact that Miami is popping. God, not is pop- it the top 10 U.S. city? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not the most populous, but it's got a huge population center. Not, about not a place yeah, for hardcore that's uh, always been there. And these people have made it a place. And they showed pride with it. And the lyrics are cool on that song. Uh, respect to you guys for doing it. Um, you know what? There's an analog, which I don't even know if they ha- they might not even know about this band. Mm-hmm. That we can listen to once we're done. Sure. There's this band called Overthrow yeah. from Long Island. Yeah. Familiar. Kind of the same vibe. Like, it's okay. a more, like, hardcore mm-hmm. VOD. They have, like, fast hardcore parts. VOD does not have a... Like, they don't... Yeah. That doesn't exist to VOD. <laughs> but Overthrow had those kind of parts. That's interesting. That would be interesting. Because I hear the VOD, like... like uh, somebody said Marauder, some Marauder-ish parts. I could hear that, that, too. That's what yeah, um, Jay was saying that. I'm trying to think. I think that... He was, he was big up in their drummer... And I, I would love to hear them in a studio where when they hit a fast part, it, it hits speed. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. they're, they're kind of in the mid-tempo we sound. But compared to a lot of bands right now, like if you were to put them on a heavy hardcore tour, they'd seem like a fast hardcore band. Yes. Right. But when they play with fast hardcore bands, they, they kind of like hit the mid-tempo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which you know, is cool, heavy. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and live, this band's been a phenom mm-hmm. for the whole year. So yeah. Props to them. They're coming up to New York soon. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Day by Day? No, just that I, I think that like a few of the bands we've talked about, they're better materials ahead of them. Agreed. Yeah, and, and, and this is the band if I ran, you know what, if I ran Bridge Nine, I'd, say, I'd reach out to Day by Day and say, yeah, we'll, we want to get you to a, a studio. Fuck. Yeah. I forgot about that Overthrow. Overthrow, this is the worst album cover I've ever seen. I hate it. Which it's record? React. It's the one on it's the one on Triple Crown Records. Oh yeah. I hate this album art so much. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. I forgot it's such a Patty Case triggered. Oh, it's such a low effort fucking <laughs> uh, I forgot they were on Triple Crown. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was. They had a minute, I think. Um All right, so let's talk about this. Regulate in the promise of another day versus day by day, nowhere to run. Don't get mad about the title. These are t- both terrible titles. So I know it's you are. A, it, it, it balances each it's other out. you. Yeah. Um, I'm going regulate. I'm going to go regulate. I'm going to go regulate. Regulate. Okay. Regulate moves on, moves on. All to right. the field of 64. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. Channel 2 News. CBS. Angel Dust. Extra Raw mm-hmm. versus Renounced. Theories of Despair. Mm. First international entrant. He doesn't get. A, he doesn't catch feelings on theories of despair. Oh no, we're getting there. <laughs> I would only like it if if the fans were like, oh, you know what record? I love Todd. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, Todd is so sick, bro. The Todd record though, damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, I, I mean, Forever is also, I hate the title. Uh, these are all bad. Uh, What's not, the best title we're talking about today? I kind of like Illusions of Dominance, but Illusions that's Dominance also. Is good. Jaded Love, I don't think is terrible. I like Jaded Love. No, it's okay. Yeah. The Lights Went Out is a little on the uh, yeah. generic side. I, I kind of like Forever because like that's their, like, yes. I mean, it, it, it works forever. in that respect. And, and Illusions of Dominance only works because it works perfectly with the album art. You know what I mean? So we got to talk about that album. Oh, you don't like it? It wasn't sexy enough for you. You're gonna say it's like the Cold World record, right? That just didn't grab record. people. Or oh, the blacklisted off. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Go on. Muted tones. Let's yeah. go back and talk about way back. 
Where do you want to start? Angel Dust or Renounced? We can go Angel Dust. Let's do Angel Dust. Extra raw. I feel like Bob is telling it's a scary story the way it's lit right now because well, it's I have my from phone the bottom. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, for people at home, we're sitting in actual darkness. So, Like uh, true psychopaths. This is the word. I, I'll put my hood up. Uh, I do want... Uh, my father did a video um, when my sister was young, and I was probably seven or eight, where he read scary stories with a, a flashlight like this. Uh-huh. Mm. And I think it still exists at VHS at my house, and it's, it's fucking hilarious. It's him being like... Like reading, but he wasn't reading scary stories. He was reading children's stories in a scary voice. That's like, cool. Berenstein Bears mm. went to the, you know, it's Nelson Mandela. Was, all right, so <laughs> um, let's talk. We're talking Angel Dust. Actually, <laughs> I got it, dude. Berenstein. You got it? Did he look scary? Good. A little bit. All right, all good. Right. As long as I'm not looking fat, I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, I ate a lot of pizza today. All right, so we're all gonna we're gonna start an axe to grind exercise crew. If anybody wants we're to be down, we're starting a basketball team. We I'll need play to do basketball. That. I'm afraid of it. All right, yeah. let's do it. I'm right. psyched. We just need somebody else in New York. Come up, Ryan Honig's out. So it's sixty dollars. I got friends. All right, um, Brian Aldi's like six nine. We got a fucking center already, yeah. buddy. Yeah. I'm taller than Brian. Brian Aldi's taller than you. No, that dude's like six five. He's 6'2 if he's a day. I'm talking. Maybe he's like wrestling. Wait, Bob, like, what are you? You're 6'3? Six, six, I'm just, like 6'3. You people can be who are, four people who are 5'10 like to tell me I'm 6'4. I'll say that. I'm 6'2 okay. okay. out of shoes. Okay. If I'm in big shoes, I'm like 6'4. If he's in Gene Simmons shoes, in, he's, in he's like 6'8. Yeah. Yeah. If he's still a 6'3. I'm taller than the average dude. Bear. But yeah, yeah. Like, but I'm at the point where like I'm, I'm a legitimate 6'2. With no shoes. In, and Civs, so in, in Civs Creepers. In Civs Creepers, I'm like Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> um, in, in normal, you know, like the sneakers of the Nikes I'm wearing today, like I'm 6'3". I'm 6'3". Okay. Dudes who are six foot-ish love, love to tell me I'm 6'4". Love it. Mm. Because then they're like, That makes no. them taller. They're like, you're clearly that much taller than me. So yeah. if I'm six foot, you're 6'4". And I... You just wave them off. Six five. Uh, I have a friend who's six five. It's that's the that's the height where it gets hard. That's the height where it that's like hard. the yeah. tipping point. Like, that's like, the point where this sucks. When you walk through a normal height door, you got it. You're not you're not right, but you, but you feel it. About you feel it, yeah. you think about it. It's close. I mean, even like that, think about that on like a fucking airplane. It sucks, dude. I'm like mine, I'm six, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, like so, trying. I have to kind of squeeze to get under. Mm. All right, so let's talk about Angel Dust. Who, who, you start us off, Tom. Cool. Um, I'm sorry. Don't didn't, sorry. Didn't thrill you. I don't like it. Okay. No. I get. I mean, I get why people do, and I get the whole like, skate rock, skate punk kind of st- vibe that they're going for. Just does nothing for All me. Right, like, let me. Nothing for me. Let me frame it out because when it first came around, I really didn't know what to think of it, and I hated the name. I didn't. Hate oh, I the like name. the name. Angel I Dust. I like the name. I but thought it was gonna. I I think when people, I thought it was gonna be like thugged out, fucking yeah, like when people, trapped under ice on steroids. It was mm. gonna be either like yeah, either oh shit, this is more Crown of Thorns than trapped under ice. Yeah, or it was gonna be like Hazen Street. Oh no, <laughs> it went more Hazen Street than it did. Oh, so here's here's what I'm gonna, how I'm gonna frame it because this is the way I wrapped my head around it and went. Who? What band was I talking about? Oh, it was Culture Abuse. I talked about that Culture Abuse Bay Dreams. It just wasn't what I wanted it to be. That doesn't mean it's bad. And I kept thinking about it. I'd listen. To, I put it on on a like sunny day when I was on a long drive, probably up here, and it was sunny. I had the windows down. I'm like, oh fuck it, I get it. This is just fun driving. Dude. Right. All right, fine. I'm bopping. I'm good. I I 
framed it in a way that I was like, all right, I get it now. Angel Dust. It's the big sigh. It's gone. <sighs> it's the ultimate freeing band. These dudes didn't have any shit to prove. And they were, it's the anti-Trapped Under Ice. It's a dude going, Trapped Under Ice had expectations. It had a sound. We had things people were looking for. We were heavy. Especially the president. He sat with some of the lyrical content early. Yo, like, I think Trapped Under Ice, we talked about Sub being underrated as a lyricist. Justice is underrated as a lyricist. Absolutely. Underrated. And I think he gets a lot of credit for a lot of things. He doesn't get the credit he deserves as being a great lyricist. Mm -hmm. And especially that early stuff, he made writing some sad songs seem gnarly and hard and also just well done. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, like, you know, and, and our friend Pat Flynn gets recognizes the lyricist all the time. George gets recognized as a lyricist all the time. Justice well, doesn't. Well deserved for sure. that. Justice deserves a spot at that table. Oh, I, I mean, but I'm this, a super fan in that respect. But respect. this is him just <laughs> taking the belt off and be like, let, so me, cool. yeah. let me fuck around. This is the... There's a song called Jean Shorts. This is the cheat day. This is going... I'm, I, this I, is Muscle I, Dog I having... I kale me- all week. Yeah. And on Sunday, I'm having a fucking ice cream cone covered in sprinkles and JoJo's. Like, let's go. Um, what are JoJo's? You never heard of JoJo's? No. <laughs> all right. JoJo's are... Uh, the real joke is Jimmy's or sprinkles. Yeah. You can go up... This is... Shout out Andy. When we were like 15, we realized you could go up there and say, point and call those things anything you want. Anything. Yep. And go, oh, give me some of them shirts. Give me some of them drape drapes. Drape drape. And, and, I, and so I say JoJo's. Oh, so this isn't a thing. It's a thing only but for me you. and my friends. Got it. Yeah. All right. It's, okay. So I was inside. like, fuck. So I go, chocolate JoJo's. Very give me some of the chocolate JoJo's. And everybody goes for it. Like, you you were taking that wholesale. You didn't yeah. care. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, oh, I know what you mean. Did Ice cream cone with some chocolate JoJo's? Yeah. All right. We're not going to go down this, uh, this route, this lane. But I feel like there was something about Jimmy's that was not... Very politically correct. Is this, oh, is that right? Here's a Jimmy joke that you might not like. <laughs> See, I heard you. Wa- <laughs> That's true. That's not I very. I stole your girlfriend like I stole your bike. <laughs> um. So past joke. So Angel Dust extra raw. I'm. I was not. Extra I listened to this raw. record. Uh, Nonplus. And you know what? I was. I was listening to it. I'm like, you know what? Um, the things I'll say about it, it's punk after hardcore. These are. This is a band using hardcore song structures, doing things mm-hmm. that skate punk bands wouldn't do, but trying to siphon all that energy and fun from that music Come on, through man. the thing. The there's choppy parts. There's like mosh parts. The bouncy back and forth parts. Yeah. you just don't hear in. You're not putting Jody to- Force's army JFA, or, yeah, or yeah. even shit like Token Entry. You're not hearing those no. parts. But in this, they strain it through. I think the production is wacky. But that's part of the package. That's what you're getting it's with a Angel wacky Dust. record. Yeah. And it's the heavily affected vocals, yeah. heavily affected all this stuff. It's drenched in reverb. And it's supposed to be. Like, this is them doing, like, hey, we're going to do this fun punk band. If you see it live, it's infectious. Sure. If you hear it on record, I. Let's go there, Pat. Firstly, uh, Jimmy's. Uh, th- th- I just read about what you refer to. Is that tr- is that's true, right? It's not true. 
Oh. It's not true. Did you go to Snopes? Like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you really? I just looked into that. It's it's not true. Okay. I heard it had some like negative, no bad Jimmy jokes. connotations. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, Let's it, go JoJo's just to be safe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, that's good. JoJo's. Uh, well, maybe yeah. if my Italian friend is offended. There by you JoJo's. go. JoJo. Uh, JoJo's not offended. So the question was: <laughs> the question was JoJo wants a meeting. What works and what doesn't about this band and why? Is that is essentially what we're driving to? We all know to? it works. It's fun as fuck. It's fun as fuck. In live setting, it's fun as fuck and you can't deny it. You can so, listen to the records and deny it for sure. Yeah. Was this record denied when you were listening to it? Oh, yeah. So I, I was playing it this morning and... Uh, That's called uh, prep, fellas. It's, it's prep. Amelia comes prep, in sweetie. and says, oh, I don't like this. And I said... <laughs> Demonstrative, like, I do not. Yeah. And Amelia likes... Fun. She loves. She loves fun. fun. She loves fun. And I said, "Fun. I love fun too. That band is great. <laughs> great band. We are young." Wow. I did not know. I, like I knew fun was a band, and fun I could period. not. I, yeah. I, could, you know that song? I couldn't name it. That's like the song. the song. They got three hits, man. That's, that's, that's like fun. a fucking Coca Cola me- uh, video. Uh, oh uh, yeah. Song. I feel like that's one of those like things that they put through like the machine, and they're like, "Here's how you can make yeah, a hit." I, I think hope, you're right. I hope they're in jail now. Uh, so the. <laughs> the, the uh, she comes out and she says, I do not like this. And I go, uh, it's Angel Dust. And she goes, oh, that's so odd. I think they're great live. And I said, I think you just dialed into exactly. how a lot of people feel here. But, so here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. This record, uh, cutting to the core of it, uh, didn't thrill me except for exactly what you said, which is you can hear Justice really having a blast in, in a non uh uh, with no expectations in yeah, the yeah 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 in a, a, a non TUI sort of and uh, I'd say this is a breeze to listen to You can't, if you listen to this and you're in a heavy mood maybe you will be mad you're like fuck this dude and his fun but otherwise it's an it's it's um it's a smarty smarties aren't my favorite candy oh I like smarties you'll eat them now you eat them and you don't even think about it yeah, Wait, aren't there two different kinds of smarties I couldn't yeah. say I yeah, think there's right. smarties that are like Boshank M&M's from the UK Oh no! So no, they come in that about, tube. I'm talking about the, the tube. ones in the yeah, roll. Yeah. No, but yeah. the one you're talking about, the, not the tube. You're talking about the ones that are in the, that. Yeah, plastic, un- yeah, yeah the that you got to unwrap. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and they're like basically just like a weird like, sugar that yeah, yeah. sugar yeah. in disc form. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I like the last Angel Dust record. If it's the blue rock the fuck one. on, rock forever, the yes. fuck on. Okay, yeah. and that's on the that's on this tournament, and I like it significantly more than this record because yeah. you can hear they found their shops. Yeah, and th- this one it has nothing going for it except for energy in my view. I and I think it's, it's also though, I think it's tough I think and you might be able to even hear it. I feel like as someone who never sang in a studio before you can hear him like he's not totally comfortable with like singing melodically. Oh, singing, singing. Yeah, and I, I mean, wonder that's about a, that. That's tough. And <laughs> I wonder if that. But maybe he's gotten better over production. it. He's certainly gotten better. And live, it doesn't matter if you're off. But like on the record, it's kind of like, oh, it's a hard listen. I'm I, I'm off by a wide margin live. But that's your deal. Yeah, sorry. But if you're playing like like melodic punk kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I so uh, my thing is that this band got a lot better after this record. So I kind of don't understand why this record m- 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 made yeah. the list. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I, I think maybe because it's so fun, and I I, I was surprised that this got name checked over the AD record. Maybe I think AD got yeah. Name-checked I would think a few AD times. AD is definitely better. And AD's than this. got the hit, the big big hit. Right, you, you let me down. Yeah, you build me up. up. 
Still you know what? I don't know if I've heard the studio version. Of that. I just know that from the, seeing them live. So yeah, and the videos of everyone singing. Yeah. Which is so listen, cool I, shit. whoever suggested this, fuck them because the other two records are better. So, but I'm gonna say that the best track is either Slam, which is literally him talking about needing to slam. Yeah, like dance or like dance yeah. and like respect, and respect to that, stuff. respect to that. Or the song Sleepwalk because the song Sleepwalk actually shows hints of what they end up doing. On AD and then certainly on Rock the Fuck on Forever. What is the most ridiculous title on that record? I mean, Jean Shorts. Jean right? Shorts. And Jean Shorts is the song I used as saying, like, this is punk after hardcore because there's um, the choppiness in that song. Okay. Is that something you only, that's coming from hardcore, not from any sort of punk root stuff? Jean Shorts. Um, so Angel Dust is up against a very different record Renounced Todd. Todd. Theories of Despair. Uh, from so the UK. From the UK. When, was, when did this record come out? Uh, let's see. So when did um, when did Extra Raw come out? I want to say 2013. Yeah, we, yeah. That's just off the top. Uh, off the dome. So Holy Roar put this out. Uh, this one out in 2016. Oh, shout out to Holy Roar. Yeah. Uh, exclusively distributed in the US by Death Wish Inc. That's right. Uh, la- so you should check out some Boom. of their stuff. Yeah. This is a hard working UK label, by the way. Yeah. Oh, they grind. Um. So here's the deal. Um, this is very well played throwback metalcore. Mm-hmm. And Roots. Roots. Raw is 2013. There's yeah. a lot of things that that could mean. This reminds me a great deal of Poison the Well style metalcore. I could hear that. I yeah? could hear that. What, what did you hear? Because it, it's. It just, I heard the 90s. Okay. Can I, I heard say? like the. Yeah. No, go. No, no, please. <clears throat> I heard. A synthesis of all metalcore up to this, all metalcore, metallic hardcore, and screamo elements from all of that synthesized in a coherent way. Right. It wasn't like, oh, this is like a, you know, like you couldn't listen to that and be like, this is a Buried Alive cover band. Like they, I think they did it so well that they had aspects of all the things that Bob had just mentioned. And I mean, it's, it's all very familiar. But it's not very so clear that you can be like, oh, that's a turmoil part. Oh, right. that's a fucking damnation part. part There's a cave-in yeah, part. There's right. this epic Hydra head sound to something. Right, right. As a dude who's not a student of that stuff, yeah. I think these dudes clearly are, were, and and did the thing that we talked about with genrefying stuff where it's like, yeah, they just took it and took influence from a lot of this and kind of like, oh, how can we make this our own and right I, was, I can see that I was impressed I liked it a lot I mean it's just fucking good at what it is right like if you don't like this type of music you're Which not I gonna don't. yeah oh so did you like it or not like I it? was impressed with it okay. I mean I, I don't know how often I'd go back to it like I said and I, the reason I picked out a favorite song was so that I could have something to tell people like maybe check this out even if you don't think this is the band for you the title track Theories of Despair I thought was cool my comment on it was as a metalcore band would do there's a lot of double bass on here Mm. That song specifically has a sharp, like post-hardcore vibe almost to it. I think it's if it's not the last song on the record, it's one of the last ones. And I said, "What would this sound like if the drummer was less enthusiastic about double bass?" <laughs> Just because it, like, the singer's got a ranging vocals, he does a bunch of different stuff, but none of it that feels angular in the place it's at. You know, well, I, I should say. I know a little bit about this band and I can say that they are, uh, they have a professional approach and, and it's evident in that everything that they try on this record 
they pull off. So it's different than the Angel Dust record completely in that respect. In that Angel Dust is a lot against the wall, and yeah. what is some sticks, some doesn't. Right? Uh, this is you could say safer, although that sounds like an insult. You know what I mean? But like they, this band n- knew that what they were doing at any given time was going to work. Whereas I feel like Angel Dust was on a plank at all times. I think there is a shared intentionality to both. I do think that Angel Dust had more of a throw it against the wall in some of the... Like, it could go off the rails. But, like, I think they were very intentional about the style they were going for. And I think that's the shared thread. Renounce definitely sounds... Is this the best production on a record that we've heard? Uh, Well, no. That Code Orange record is fucking big sounding. (sighs) It's big sounding. I didn't think it was... I mean, it's this, a different sound. This, it's a, it's a this different is sound. Very, this is a this really is very well, well produced. Like the, I was yes. really impressed. No, no, with it. no debate. So yes. yeah, um, I don't know what, what else was I thinking about this record. Um, it's 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 a metalcore record, but but tasteful in a lot of ways. Um, I think that they did a really good job, like I said, of s- synthesizing so many pieces. Um, yeah, I, I I see why it was big now why it's been big why this band like got pop that many UK or many European bands for that matter Just largely yeah. of this sound don't hit uh, the US market the way they perhaps could if they were from the US right so um, they're not around anymore I'm pretty sure yeah they broke up yeah yeah so but they definitely sorry no can you hear me Pat not really alright they popped off I know they popped off for sure on one of the earlier FYA fests. Yep, them and Repent- X Repentance X came over. Right. We played people with X Repentance X in London. That's right. Okay, so this, I, yeah. thank you. That's true. A, that FYA, people were genuinely excited. Yeah. Very genuinely excited. So that's cool. I, I, I think it's cool. Um, I, was, I was actually excited to see it make the list because I don't know. This is one that feels like it may slip through the cracks. Yeah. But fans, fans, of, fans of like, look, I know that there are a lot of kids who claim to be fans of things like Poison the Well. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of kids who are younger than I think a Poison the Well fan should be uh-huh. who, who believe that that is a, a cool influence if you're into metalcore. 100%. I, I don't know. To me, I, I was very split on Poison the Well when they were a band, or uh, maybe they still are. I don't know what the fuck. But uh, I didn't They've love... They've done some shows. Vadim jumping in there with Yeah, them. yeah. I didn't love everything. You know, I'm not a big Poison the Well fan. This... Does that style of metalcore, that era of uh-huh. metalcore, very well? What are the what are the sonic influences that you could name on this? Because I named a couple that I thought, but like, are there like I'm not super familiar with Poison Well other than you know. I, yeah, I mean, I heard, you know you can hear like Turmoil. I think Turmoil's a good sighting. Yeah, um, like Turmoil's a band I go to because I'm like that's a band I like, and knowing my leanings or my druthers towards metalcore. They're one of the few that's like a clearly like this is a metalcore band and I like them. Yeah, like, I like that one Turmoil record a lot actually. I, yes. <clears throat> well, that's but that's like a very heavy chaotic. Yeah. Record to Jesus. me that's an extension off Rorschach. Yes, 100%. I agree with that. Yo, Poison the Well hasn't put out a record since two thousand nine. Yeah, they're not, they're not together. They just do shows every once. Yeah. Is that true? Okay. Yeah, that's I true. didn't know. The last dude's been busy with Slaybells. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. Yo, dude. Legit, you would like the latter day Poison the Well stuff. I don't know. I've heard this about acts like this. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, dude. I, you know, I know. Do you like Opposite of December? Uh, I like two songs a lot. Okay. And Nerdy's good. You put that shit on some mixtapes. I know. <laughs> I'll listen oh, to Nerdy good. right now. Yeah, we could, Nerdy's we can heavy. if you want. Nerdy's heavy. 
It's um, not. Um, but I think some of the later Poison Noir, I came around to it because I got Vadim to send me the set list. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to learn some of these songs because I don't want to sit here like only wait, being like, oh, they're playing something off a fucking tear from the red. <laughs> and I listened to it and there's some fucking really good songs and people get real bummed when they play them. That's a band who they're uh, opposite of the summer's the peak. But then there are people who are like, no, but Tear for Tear from the Red might be bigger. Do they have a record before Opposite Summer? Yes. Do they? Do they have a winning streak? Oh, they've got a. They do not. No. They had a second. They have two. And they, they go back lot. to back. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving them that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they do have a single or an EP rather. Before, What's from, it called? Uh, Distance only makes that's the heart right. grow fonder. That's fonder. the one. That's that was a. Decent that might not. Have, they might have the two singers in that. Oh. There were two singers at one point. A lot of fucking shirts without a printed on it. So anyways, Poison Well, after that, though, after Cheer from the Red, people sign off. Because they got weirder. They actually got better. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, but it's, not, it's not a better that anybody wanted. No, no, people want fucking mosh parts and sing-alongs, and they don't have that anymore. Yeah. Right. Um, all right, so let's vote. Yeah, Renounced, Theories of Despair. Now that Todd. we called it Todd, I'm going to remember the title. For yeah, <clears throat> Angel Dust, Extra Raw. Ooh, I gotta think of that stuff. I kind of, th- I have to, even though I said that I wasn't crazy about the Angel Dust because I like the later material so much better. I do have to think about it just because I like the ambition of the Angel Dust record. You know what I mean? Like, I, I do. All right, I like the energy a lot on that Angel Dust record. I'm going to pick the Angel Dust record. I'm probably going to go renounced at the end of the day. I'm going renounced. Good. There you go. Okay. Renounced moves forward. Props all right, so you only, all right, so you like the the you know Angel Dust really going for it? I do. What are you more li- likely to listen to tomorrow, Renounced or Angel? That, Dust? That's why I went Renounced. Renounced. Because, that's what I figured. Yeah. yeah. And I'm gonna. I actually, you know what? Of the records that we listen to today, of the stuff that doesn't float my boat in a heavy way, yeah. Renounced is the one I will go revisit more because I was very happily I'm surprised so, with that record, dude. I, I think it probably deserves. And it was t- that record is what? What years Renounced? Twenty sixteen. Did you say? Yes. That might have been their probably, go. Their going away record. I think it was. Yeah. And, and that and that might be a record that people should not saying that they will but should look back on because you know there's there's been a boom a, a renaissance of <laughs> metalcore metal metallic hardcore whatever whatever and i feel as though a lot of it that i've heard it's felt really redundant and boring and this didn't no exactly so, yeah good call you know, good call props okay all right so so far we have so far we have code orange forever regulate in the promise of an, another tomorrow Renounced theories of despair, and we have one more to make it in. Mm. All right, the last of the bubble. The beautiful ones, jaded love, verse, bitter end, illusions of dominance. Let me start. I didn't know shit about beautiful ones. I was shocked. At how professional this record sounds. It's really good. I was shocked. Had, had, was this lost on everyone? I think it was. I, did it come Largely out? Largely came out on 6131 Records. Uh, sure. So, so 6131 Re- Records is a really good label that has when, when did this come moved out? away. 2015. Moved away from hardcore. <clears throat> yes. So, yes. So, they put out this little artist, Julian Baker. And right. Made a couple of bucks. So, put out some culture abuse. R- put out some culture abuse. So with Touché? that. Uh, Touche yeah. early, yeah. first first Touche record to the beat of the dead horse. Yeah. So, so they didn't want to put out Harker Band anymore. Right. And Bad I, well, seed, of course. I think they figured out that th- they are very good at putting out a particular type of music. And so so they started doing that. And uh, Rotting Out, they put out the first Rotting Out record. But anyway, the yeah. point is that... Um, first couple. Th- they, uh, 
this may have come out at the actually this came out right before this is 2015 I think this is right before uh, Julian Baker I think both of the records that we're talking about for this bracket 2015 came out at the wrong on the wrong label at At the the wrong time time for these particular releases I don't disagree so but um, both excellent records yeah the beautiful ones band from Arizona oh interesting how many bands you know from Arizona Groundwork JFA, JFA, uh, the uh, uh, f- uh, uh, the bled step forward records is from Arizona. Um, Kill King of the Monsters. I got nothing. Yeah, there's a couple. Um, Winds of Promise. Mm-hmm. No, Winds of Promise is from there. Uh, Winds of Change is from Arizona. Last option. Arizona okay. Straight Edge. Um, okay, but the deep. beautiful ones record. <laughs> Dig deep. Jaded Love. And I don't say this in a negative way. I really don't say this in a negative way. Are we sure this is a hardcore record? Yes. Uh, if you, broadest if, definition, I think. Well, if, oh, you, yeah. if you told me that it was a post-hardcore record, I'd say okay. If you told me that it was uh, not hardcore, but whatever that other thing is that like only Could it be metal witness, altcore? Yeah. yeah That's yeah. the part that I'm... And I don't... I, I want to clarify... Because from a dude with my leanings and interest in hardcore, that could sound like really dismissive or a ding. Mm-hmm. It's not meant that way at all. This record and others like it, like we don't call typo negative hardcore. No. Only the Living Witness. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It's, it's in the maybe. But like. This is very, yeah. This is this world. And like Code Orange isn't, and they don't sound like this. Twitching Tongues. It is but isn't and it's a lot of like I mean, the, the members, and, the, and that's that's the thing that brought me to Fugazi because I right. wanted to use an example that wasn't of this where it's like Fugazi is a hardcore band for lack of a better term by ethic by ethics and by anything, by right? what they do how they carry their band the shows they play the places they play the bands yeah. they play with which all matters yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know but I mean Twitching Tongues in, in, in a strict definition is not a hardcore band right Right, if you're really thinking about, it. and that's and I I would say this record, which I don't dislike, I actually liked it and was like very surprised. Life of Agony to me, there's arguments to be made, like the early They're stuff, not, yeah. hardcore. But then as they move forward, like 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 you said, demos probably like yeah, the demos when they were like a sheer terror, terror tribute band. But yeah. then River Runs Red, like. There, it's like metal, but metal's a broader topic. Uh, that's an interesting thing. Metal as a top as a genre got broader as it aged, and so has hardcore, but. Right. We almost like like is this metal altcore maybe? Well, you I mean, know? Life of Agony would never be like, yeah, we're a Brooklyn hardcore band. No, and Typo Negative wouldn't say we're a hardcore band for no. a second. No, 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 no. Um, and the beautiful ones, like they have some leanings. They certainly have parts that make the sound hardcore. But like, there's th- one the production. Two, this dude's voice. He fucking can belt. Yeah, yeah. Holy this shit. I feel like is as close to. All right, so, yeah. uh, you know, Twitching Tongues, obviously yeah. named after a Only Living Witness song. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is even closer to Only Living Witness. I agree. I was super stoked on this record. Yeah. Um, I really, really liked it. <laughs> I love the cover. Oh, just kind of the simplicity of it? Just like the jaded love on like kind of... Under a spotlight uh, kind of thing? Or? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it was like, maybe it was like... Um, on uh, a wall? Yeah, or like on a screen of some sort. And all you see in front of it is the microphone. Yep, that's right. Um, the Beautiful Ones is a fucking prince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. I, I think that all of this hurt them. 
<laughs> I, I, don't I would never have guessed if you showed me that and you go tell me what the sounds like never would have guessed it if sounded you like see that their, right. if you see their merch it's much more leaning into hardcore than you'd think they had shirts that were like camo with a uh, like varsity font that says the beautiful ones lover stomp in like a smorgasbord arch style That's you know what cool. I mean yeah. cool however from that you would no, have, yeah, yeah, yeah you might but and then also playing the shows it's the thing we took issue with like said twitching tongues your path forward is to go play the ghost tour and be yeah. theatric and and lean into your your heaviness and your eccentricities yeah. this band yo like the the production on this record and the sound on it a lot of parts made me go i wonder if these dudes are fans of the early to mid 2000s evr catalog because yeah. it's got that big yeah. clean production yeah. dude can go from very aggressive vocals to mm-hmm. singy ish yeah I mean, just like Jonah Jenkins from Only Living Witness. That's why right. I, even it's like his screaming voice, or you know, was <sighs> kind of Jonah. I think his screaming voice is fantastic. That's great. Like, holy shit! Um, my comment on this. Let me find this man. Now, are they playing? So here's an interesting thing. There's elements of like House and Chains on this. Like I can see. I, I think all these bands that want to sing on any level secretly are Alice in Chains Something. super fans. Yeah, like it, it, it's like in the Lane DNA. Staley shit. It's because it's Nobody just... Do it, though. No, no one can do it. Jerry but, and Lane together, boy. Except maybe that one dude who... Uh, the dude who's singing for them now. <laughs> from Black. Yeah, except for uh, that guy. The, I said the best track was Bloom and Destroy because I thought it showcased a little bit of everything that's going on on this record. I've had friends who typically... Like dudes from the shore originally who are not... Necessarily, they, yeah. but they fuck with only what is this? Fuck with Life of Agony, fuck with Typo, who were like, yo, the um, they did an EP recently that they really fucked with. That was like one song was super heavy, like this record, like uh-huh. kind of only live with it in style. One was like almost ambient or like uh, shoegazy, and then one was like a hard song. Wow, okay, so so they're still going. <sighs> check this out, Next. Ch- check this out, check. Uh, <clears throat> This record came out in 2015. Yes. Uh, I, I, never gave this, I never gave this a shot. Nope. And uh, the album art to me is a little bit alienating despite its professionalism, which is part of maybe why it's alienating, right? Like you don't know what it is. Um, yeah, it is, it is, it, it's ambiguous, which seems the intent, but also it's not ambiguous in a way that pulled me in. Right. And they did release an EP in 2017. The Beautiful Crew. That, yes, that I don't know anything about. That's the one and that I'm, I'm talking about. I'm, oh, okay. That's the one I'm going to check out. I think if you like, uh, yo, we all like this record, right? Like I Watch, liked it. Yeah, I, I'm on the fence. You're not sure if you like it. I'm not sure I like it. I was impressed by it, but I'm not sure I like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why I'm going to go listen now, to Beautiful Crew. Now here's the thing I'm curious about is if I'll go back to this in any way. Because when I listened to it, I listened to it all the way through several days ago. And then I went back and listened to a couple of tracks. I'm like, all right. Like, like if I'm being honest too, like I said that question about the EVR Catalog because what's the mid 2000s EVR like to me, kind of like, but Fear Before the March of Flame, like, it's a lot of stuff I'm not familiar with. Circa Survive, Circa Survive is the only one that I'm familiar with, yeah, me too. But like, that level of cleanness in the music and production, like, this is a big room record. This record is this is a big room record, that's why it's kind of, I don't know what I wonder what they're they're. We need to send day by day to the studio where these dudes recorded, yeah. (laughs) Well, here's yes, actually, you know what, if day by day recorded. In this style, day by day would be courted by EVR, yes. which I don't know. I don't know if anybody wants to be courted by no. EVR, but like 
you they would be in a different space, no doubt. No I doubt. put a record on EVR today. Hi, Steve. Oh, I mean, I, I would too. Yo, we want to do an extra grind release on EVR. Let's fucking yeah. go. Actually, you Can know we what? Put out a twelve inch of an extra grind like episode. Well, we're doing the cassette. I'm doing that. We're I, gonna record some shit and then throw it on a cassette and sell it to generations. How? That's a great idea. Like a uh, demo, the extra grind demo. Yeah. If we could prove that we would break even and not cost him an hour of manpower, I bet Steve could be talked into something. Shoot us an email. Okay. Extra grind podcast at gmail.com, Steve. Uh, I mean, share it, this EVR guys. We couldn't cost yeah. him an hour of. Um, I know the email will take. We'll we'll if you send us an email, we'll PayPal three dollars to EVR right as soon as we get that email. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna check out Beautiful Crew because I don't know how I feel about this band, but I'm fascinated that it didn't pop in the way that I think something this big sounding should pop. Do we think this band was influenced? I think this band was influenced by Twitching Tongues. I don't know. I don't know. I don't the first so. re- the, because the demo is 2011, which is pretty parallel. Yeah. I mean, Twitching Tongues starts 2008, 9, 10. And somewhere in there. is this a Southern California band or Arizona? Arizona. Oh, Arizona, Arizona. We said right right, right, right. I'm thinking it's right. too referential to Only Live a Witness. I think yeah, it's just maybe it's kind of coming. It might be the, the same, same boat. Well yep. mm-hmm. That would be my guess. Yeah, I I, I, I am totally. Up in the air on how I feel about this. <laughs> so, Interesting. So, so what's I, the conflict? Um, everything was there, but do I care? You know what I mean? Like that's it, gonna hit though with this listen through. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, like, for sure. Those are a lot of records. Yeah. yeah. The re-listen is like well. The, firstly, this is not a style that appeals to me. You no, know I, mean? I know. Like, I'm not. I'm admittedly not a fan of much of this, but I, I actually found myself drawn to it more. Maybe because I've avoided some of it. Like, maybe this is the thing that makes me go, all right, going to do my Only Living Witness revisit because I haven't in a decade. It's coming out if you if you want it on vinyl. I need to listen to it first. I don't think know that fa- I need to own it. Big Fast is reissuing it. Really? Shit. form. Interesting. Wowza. Okay. I think so. Jay, Reason, and... Rhino. Oh, okay. I, think, I honestly right. think it's one of the... That's one of the best oh, album man. titles ever. Promotoform? Yeah, I love it. I don't love the band, but I love, no. I, I love, I love that album. Oh, What's dude. the say, promonal form? Prone. Prone mortal, mortal form. Yeah. Okay. Now that I know what words you're saying. Yeah. I thought you were saying so, pro, I, I was saying it strangely and I couldn't come out Because right. we've been talking for like six hours. Prone. Mortal. Form. My, my favorite art. It does sound like a fucking D&D move. Yeah. I love oh. it. My, my favorite. You've been, someone has cast prone mortal form on. Uh, brutal Truth, Need to Control. Is the best uh, album art plus is that title? The, is that the face with half a face, half a monkey? No, that's sounds of the animal kingdom. Okay. Need for uh, control is that crab uh, based culture? What the fuck is the crab thing? Uh, need to control is the is the prone mortal form. It's oh, okay. it's the man that is bent over oh. uh, in, in like what seems like either. Uh, you know, uh, like su- su- supplication yeah. or, 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 or submission. Yeah, yeah and it, it is. The combination of those two things to me is just so fucking vivid. Mm. Uh, but prone mortal form is another like very evocative title to me. Yeah, good, uh, good title. But okay, a record that I do think all three of us will probably revisit. Yeah, bitter end, illusions of dominance. Okay, so I've been riding for this one. I don't want to say that I was ahead of any curve, but it's been in the ether that I think this is woefully underrated record. When did this come out? Mm, when did Try Me come out? Same, it came out on yes, the same day. Yes, it did. That's true. You uh, share promo posters. Is that true? Yeah. God. With who? With Bitter End, Illusions of Dominance. Uh, and, and who? Self-Defense. Self-Defense Family, Try Me. Weird. Which mm. record do you like better, Tom? Sorry, buddy. That's all right. I do really, <laughs> I, I actually really do ride, I ride for Try Me. 
I think Chime is really good. Really but good. Uh, so this was 2015. That's their time frame. 2015. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I made a bold statement on the J Force Air Force J episode. Is Bitter End the best New York hardcore band in the past 20 years? <laughs> and it's hard because they're from Texas and now all over. This record, if you like... I said this is like well-crafted in an artisan way. Like these dudes know New York hardcore inside and out. They know 80s metal inside and out. They know 90s metal and hardcore inside and out to use every tool in the box without you thinking that you're going to have to... Using every instrument in the kitchen without you having to do a lot of dishes. It's amazing. It's I feel like in that way, it's akin to no warning. Uh, yes, yeah. Like just, in of just like it's New York hardcore. Your own little kind of spin on it, mm-hmm. but it's like you can hear you hear the it. references, but mm-hmm. it's so their but own it's, and thing. And it's not, it's not, it's not stealing the the give it up part from Judge. It's doing their own thing. Like it's not Ken, lifting. We, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, but I think Daniel's vocal delivery. Yes, love it. Yes. Is this is this his best vocal performance? Maybe it could be. Yeah, it could be. But like, I mean, he's I was got like the Billy that. from Biohazard kind of like. But I just love that he and it wasn't like hey I did that on one record. That's how his vocals are on every record, and, and they're so good. And I think when you talk about a band who has this is their third LP, right? Fucking hey man. So it's uh it's um bitter end. The first LP is Climb to Fear. Second LP is, is a Guilty as Charged. Yeah. Third LP Illusions of Dominance. One great job with the titles. Yes, all work. Three words. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. The, when you do your fourth LP, you got to stick to form. Um. His vocals have evolved like any band who has three LPs, I think. And he hasn't gotten worse. And it doesn't feel like he... Is so, so, no, well, no, and I, I, so I'll say this for Sick of It All. Sick of It All, Blood, Sweat, No Tears, vocally. Pretty bad. I don't, and I don't know that that's sustainable for records. By, by uh, Built to Last, is Built to Last after Just Look Around? Scratch the Surface. Scratch the Surface. By Scratch the Surface... He has his voice that then, this is my voice. This is what it is. Yeah. You know? Like, just look around. It's kind of the median. I actually really like where his vocals are there. Yeah, that's but like, like the perfect. He establishes yeah. what his voice is going forward. I think Daniel just evolved his voice in a way that feels so natural. Like, it's awesome. He gets he doesn't get enough credit for his vocal talent on good this. Good front man, too. And very good front man. Yes. Um, yo, it's just well-crafted. I listened to the whole thing twice back-to-back. And there's only one song, the second to last song, that I'm like, eh, this one don't need it. But like everything else, the whole so good, it's really fucking good. It's so good. Uh, 2015. That's when Heaven Is Earth came out. Not Trump, Heaven Is Earth. Earth. Oh yeah. Then. I, I thought this I, is better than Heaven Is Earth. For a second, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm crazy. Um, yeah, you're right. Try me was earlier. So what? Uh, what do we think was worth? I like I said, label. It came out on Death Wish, and I think so. You're asking the question a, I wrote down. Great, how did this? How did this record get looked over? Yeah. Didn't tour much. Didn't tour much, and I think by this point they might have been spread out a little bit. Yeah, I think they were. Yeah, um, I mean, aren't they like they're literally like all, all over, over the country, like Oklahoma yeah. and fucking Pittsburgh, North everywhere. Carolina, Tennessee, and yeah, everywhere. Um, right, Memphis or Knoxville or some. I think so. Because some of the dudes that were in Will to Die, yes, that's that sounds right. I believe. Yeah, yeah. they were not a full time band. I think ever, which is fine, good for them. But I think they had slowed their touring a lot by this time. And maybe they just got it. Just got looked over a little bit. I clearly, didn't get totally looked over because y'all were talking about it. Um, 
And fuck, I missed. I don't it, think. That, yeah, it missed me. Fumbled and it. I think the. I think the art. I didn't love the tones, the color tones. That was the only thing. I didn't. It didn't. And I think it's hard for a band as they go along further and further to. Uh, the art needs to, yeah, they need to do more and more to make the record stand out as well. Because what was the climate of fear was literally just look around. It yes, like. yes. Guiltiest charge was what? It, it it was a black and white photo of what looks like Richard Ramirez's body, but I don't know if it is uh, of a man in shackles. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm a guy that has put out multiple black and white uh, album covers, and uh, Bob is 100 percent correct. I can say this oh, from experience that. Uh, you, I, I've rejected it because I know what I like. Yeah. But I'm in the wrong when it comes to selling records. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's, there's two parts of it. Um, so you've let's you've done two folds that are black and white covers. Yep. Try me. Nope. Try me. It's is not. It, it's ha, has a tone over it. Yeah. Yep. And then then it's uh, is it just Heaven's, Heaven's Earth is black and white. Yeah. And is uh, the latest one black it, and white? Also no. black and white. I thought it had a tone. No, okay. black and white. No, it's black and white. Yeah, yeah. Then, it has then like you're right because I was gonna I was gonna compare Try Me to this. I think mm-hmm. Try Me is a more striking cover, both because of the image, but also the tone, just the the little color that you have in it is enough. I think there's no debate, and I think that if uh, the next record that we do, if it's a, if it's a photograph uh, of this style, I'm going to put some sort of tone over it, just because I've learned that you really oh, it, it's it sounds childish, but you really do have to give people reasons to investigate your record. You know what I mean? And and what I find visually striking is not what everybody on earth finds visually striking. Agree. I think all three of us are coming from different places on what, what catches our, our fucking fans. I mean, I'm colorblind, colorblind so That's I true. can't see shit. <laughs> no, I... I I'm colorblind. This record came out on... I'm this this maybe is one of the best Death Wish records that's come out in the last 10 years and we don't... And and un, nobody thinks to... Include thinks of Death Wish list. and no one thinks to include... And no one thinks of going to Death Wish for... This type one of the of best hardcore. types of hardcore. Yes, you can go there, is, put in the code "axe to grind." That's right. <laughs> yeah, spell <laughs> it out. By the if you don't, if you like New York hardcore and you don't, you haven't heard this record, you haven't bought this record, you're fucking up. Like yeah. you're straight up. I, I, if you like Madball, if you like Biohazard, I think if you like any at of least that. two of us, Tom and me, both are like, this is our lane. Yeah, and we missed it. I, a lot. Yeah, of I don't know what happened with that. I, like, I, I think it's a combination of wrong label for them and I say this with total respect for Death Wish it's just sometimes if you have been so there's this debate right like having worked and run labels Bob you can say this people will say labels will say they'll be very frank with you because there's not a lot of money involved here you know what I mean as far as making money labels will be honest and say look the benefit of sticking here is that people know where to find find you 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 know what I mean The, the drawback is maybe that people in a different space need to see you. You, you know what I mean? Right. And making right. that decision is very fucking tough. Now, this in is 2015, a, who's putting this out? Is this a Reaper Triple record? B. Oh, Triple B on that level, though, yet. Not, no, maybe no. not. Maybe not. Closing close, it, but yeah, no, close. because they're established. But you're not going to leave, maybe add, you're not leaving Death Wish 2015 no, to, for Triple, Triple B. B. No, you're right. And no. I don't think you... No, I don't... You might leave for Reaper. Maybe, but I think Reaper... By yeah. then, yeah, that's just after no, nonstop feeling. So yeah, but uh, who knows what the where the wheels were on that machine at that point? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, um, the the thing I will say is that rings so true because think about how much people talk about the bitter end song on that triple B comp. Yeah, true. And I think this is a situation where a great oh, band and a great label have resulted. Like they'll tell you, yeah, those bitter end records do great. 
Yep. Great band. Easy to work with. We yep. love them. Yep. So that's all up and up. And I bet the band feels the same way. Like, yeah, those records came out exactly how we wanted them to. Great label. They get them everywhere. They support us when we do tours. Yep. They do everything we want to ask for them. Great, you know? But third record, the the album art didn't pop to me yep. personally. Um, I, I love it for what it represents along with the title. Me I, th- too. I think the theme was there. I yeah. just wish that it, it You'd miss that in a record store. Yeah. Yes, that's entirely um, possible. And so, uh, and it's a lot like a lot of records, you know, we talk about this and I think you see it with some bands who are 10 plus records into their career who are releasing records that you're like, you, you're putting a record out that looks like that because they're so desperate for it to stand out in some way. Uh, and this, right. On the end so, cap in a record yeah. store. Right. And so desperate for it to, because you Spotify see the name or, and you're like, uh, uh. So, and this is a major, so I'm in a band that's been around a long time yeah. and, and I can say that this doesn't, this hasn't affect, infected our way of thinking yet, but I do see peers that I think look a little thirsty in, mm-hmm. in their album art because of where they have to go. Now it, it could be that that's just what's thrilling them at the moment. Sure. But once you've been around a long time, if you haven't been mixing it up, yeah. uh, your mix it up record on Almart can look not like you're trying to mix it up, but no, they, but that you are thumb. flailing, you yeah. know what I mean? And that shit's tough. Uh, yeah. I, I also think that this, as we talk, who'd we talk about? Maybe touche and somebody else we, we've discussed yeah. that, you can reach a, a place where um, you are now six years into your career and it's a new kid coming in yep. who is not interested in what his older brother yep. was into. Yep. He'll go back to his uncle's stuff yep. or he'll Over. be looking forward. Yep. But he's not interested... In what his like, yeah. bullying older brother was yeah, This like, band is the kind that I... I want nothing more for them... Than to be able to go and do their own tour, picking the bands they go play with and being a headline level. Agreed. Even in small, they don't, you know, to to hundred kids anywhere, they should be because they're fucking that. They good. probably could. When they play, when they play, they it goes well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And but they're out on tour do, with Ghost Main. Right oh, yeah, they did a few shows with Ghost Main. Yeah, uh, and I think they they do they did a terror thing where they did a segment with that. And they've they it's they not like they things. don't it's not yeah. like they're not active. They're they're doing. As much as you would want to like, be. I don't know do. if they've been to New York since Black and Blue when we played. We played with them in Judge. Oh, I remember when they did that. They maybe they've been through it. once. I'm not sure though. I don't know. Yeah, because I definitely would have gone back to see them. Yeah, they, they, they were that record. impressive. This record, wow, banger. Let's vote. Impressive. I mean, look. So let's say it again. It is the beautiful ones, jaded love, versus bitter end, illusions of dominance. I think beautiful ones really surprised all of us for the best. Like, yes. uh, but uh, bitter end. Is just exceptional at what they do, and also scratched all of our bellies. And this might be interesting to see what this bitter end record does as it moves forward in the tournament, yeah. because because this is this is like in the basketball tournament where you catch a Cinderella of, of, for they whatever reasons high. that was low rated and uh-huh. end up taking out some 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 high rated teams. I got uh, somebody on the team end. that's just like hitting threes and they're just mm-hmm. so, so bitter end has what in Steph the tournament? Curry with the three. What's that? Bitter end has what in the tournament? This would be, this would be if like, they win uh, this bubble bracket. Uh-huh. This would be their third record, right? Okay, so they, oh, they have all three records. Right? They do. Yeah. Well, no, not not three. It's um, guilty as charged and uh, and illusions of dominance because um, wait, climate, climate fear? fear is before that. Climate fear is like 
2008. So it's not in the. Oh, okay. Because okay, okay. I was gonna say yeah. people ride so hard for climate. climate fear. I, actually, I actually like the band as the band. I grows, think but I I because I really like climate of fear. I just think they hone their craft better, and this might be better than climate. Of fear. Yo, I love that you said that because I feel like when I say it, people think that I'm like picking up on yeah, some weird are. things that people yeah maybe fans yeah. of it aren't into or whatever but as a fan no, of this as shit, a fan of this as, as, yes. as like people you know like you've, you'll be like oh well you know uh, the stuff I like the most the hardcore if you were like Bob you can only have one type of hard, it's New York hardcore right you know classic New York hardcore yeah. this is this is this is classic superior. New York hardcore it's, it's like it's I, I can't I can't say anything but good things so I'm voting bitter end as well yep this is the toughest bracket for me. No I shit. Tough, toughest I love choice. It. Mm. Uh, I'm glad. You know, I'm glad you like Beautiful Ones record that much. I feel like much. they were both sleepers for me because I missed out kind yeah. of on the yeah. Beautiful One stuff to a point, and um, I did not even realize this bitter end record really existed, and I sure. don't know how that kind of missed me, but it did. Um, but it's really good, and I'm gonna have to go for bitter end too. Okay. This so is clean sweep. Thank you guys. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. I, I, so, I had a so the, who are the four? Mo- the four, the four moving, moving forward are Code Orange Forever, Regulate in the Promise of Another Tomorrow, Renounced Theories of Despair, Todd. and Bitter End Illusions of Dominance. I don't know Todd. <laughs> I don't know Todd. Uh, how did the rug get wet, Margo? I don't know Margo. Oh, no. How did the r- that's what it is. Yes. How did the rug get wet, Todd? I don't know Margo. Yo, all right. So we, we were joined Merry by, Christmas. We were joined by a guest. Um, what a deep cut. I know. How is that deep shit. cut? It's fucking Christmas vacation. Holy shit. Were you referencing Terminator 2 before that? What did I do? I, probably, I don't know, I'm Todd. No, 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 no. no, when, when That's they come back in and, and they're, they're... The window's been What about broken. when, what's his face, the dude from, the kid from Terminator 2? Which kid? Eddie, uh, Eddie, Danny Cooksey. Eddie Furlong. Eddie Furlong. Eddie Furlong. Is working on his thing and his stepdad's like, Ugh. he's like, whatever, Todd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. It's really good. <laughs> whatever oh. terms of whatever, how that works. Really good. Goes. We've been joined by a guest, Eric Wilson, from Worst Possible Timeline. What's up, guys? How's it going? Thank you so much for this cameo. Yeah, yeah. we are. Cameo, we're closing out, but we got two minutes. Mexican cocaine. Yeah, Mexican cocaine all day. Do you are you familiar with the movie Gremlins Two? Yeah, classic. <laughs> classic. <laughs> We've discussed an axe to grind, worst possible timeline again because we did one Cross when it was over. wrestling cinema, the yeah. the ancient times. Can we do a, a watch over of Gremlins Two? That would be my pleasure. Like a mystery science theater. <laughs> yes. yes, absolutely. Okay. Lock it up. That's we'll going to be it. one of our non-core episodes coming up. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank Thanks you so everybody. much.